Welcome back to Binge Worthy Breakdown. I'm Kate. And I'm Caitlin. And we're the podcast that's dedicated to all the binge worthy watches where we review and discuss all related tidbits from everyone's favourite shows. Now we're still continuing on with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 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 And we're heading into um, episode 6 to 11 of season 2. However, before we get into there, Caitlin, can you please tell me about what you're wearing? (laughs) Well, for everybody at home. (laughs) The other day, I was going to do this reveal like with Kate here while we were recording, but I realised the sound of taking it out of the bag and then Shane's like, (laughs) you could have given it to her out of the packet. But I'm wearing a top. I went to Zing. Shout out to Zing. Um, and I have a top that has Terry Crews on it or Terry Jeffords, <laughs> if you like. And it says on the top, Terry loves yogurt. And he just looks so angry. I think his arms are crossed. Yes, he's he very He hasn't had his yogurt he yet. He hasn't had his yogurt yet. Yep. And Kate, yes. um, I got you a, I guess it's like a cop shirt. Yeah, so it's, it's the got navy like the police badge. With the police badge on the front. And then on the back, I think you've got a big 9-9. Yes. Turn around for me. Show me. Is there a big 9? There is. Oh, Brooklyn 9-9. Big yellow 99. That's it. So from now on, we are going to wear our Brooklyn 99 t-shirt. This is like our studio uniform. Yes. And I'm going to get us, I'll I'll try and find some like um, stubby holders or coffee cups that are Brooklyn 99 related. And then we'll have to like post a photo. So we'll post a photo on Insta of our tops. Yeah. Probably not today because my hair's not done, but we'll get another photo (laughs) of us and our tops. And then you can see our faces. Yeah. Because a lot of you don't know what we look like. However, you need to find a soup mug uh, because Caitlin's drinking a coffee and it's like the size of a face. <laughs> it is. But it's actually got Gilmore Girls on it, so I'm cheating on Brooklyn Nine-Nine with that. So I'm just hide I think it, you need so. a sticker on that just says Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I should. I should. Yeah. <laughs> just cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But get excited, guys. You'll uh, see the updates of our wardrobe increasing with yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine stuff. <laughs> um, but we'll head on in to the Scully and Hitchcock synopsis. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I don't know about you, but I thought about these episodes. Um, it started off all right, mm-hmm. but towards the end of these, it just got so good. Yeah, I agree. I think the last three episodes, like, tipped it over the edge for me oh, with, with yeah. my scoring. Because um, I was like, oh, I must admit I was watching them and I'm like, oh, there's a bit of a lull. Yeah. Didn't feel as exciting. And then when we hit episode 9, 10 and 11, I was like... Love it. Yeah, just kind you of like, yeah, back, low, like it just kind of it did. plateaued. It, it didn't suck, but it just kind of, yeah, remained the same. But yeah. then, bang, skyrockets with exactly. these last three. So, yeah, it's good. Obviously, they get more input from the the other writers, which That's is good. It. Well, the synopsis for episode six, Caitlin, yeah. is that Jake hits it off with a woman at a bar, mm-hmm. but later finds out she is the attorney for a perp he is trying to put in jail. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Gina and Charles work to put their relationship behind them and Amy is pressured into running for union rep. So this one's actually called Jake and Sophia. Yes. So for those that haven't ever watched it, be like, who the hell's Sophia? <laughs> no. And so, oh, can I just say, I'm going to say it now because I can't, I'm like, I'll forget to say it later. But Sophia, Eva Longoria. I know. I say that She's actually really funny. Yes. Like she's been in so, like she was in Desperate Housewives, yeah. And she was, a she played, was that a comedy? I never watched it. Was that like a rom-com type uh, series or was it more drama filled? Can't help you out there. No. I, mean, oh, I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> but I've seen her in like more serious stuff. And I yeah. honestly, when I saw her, I was like, oh, how is she going to pull off comedy? But. In these episodes, she was actually funny. I it, feel like it'd be hard not to be funny when you've got Andy Samberg. I know, as but your right some people man. try too hard. Yeah. But she, it just flowed nicely yeah. for her. 
Yeah. So anyway, good on you, Eva Longoria. <laughs> Welcome Tick of aboard. approval. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have the cold open. <laughs> and Amy is late. I'm only 73 seconds late. <laughs> so everyone's trying to work out why she's late. Um, Terry has his reasons. Gina's saying, I can't remember what Gina's was, but Boyle's like that she got murdered in her sleep. <laughs> and he's like, a bit extreme, but I like that's what we're going Better for. Than the alarm clock from Terry. That's right, the alarm clock from all of them. <laughs> and then Holt comes out and he's like, what are you all doing? It's nine o'clock. And then he's like, well, we're all guessing why Amy's not here because she's late. And he's like, I like a game. I'll play along. <laughs> and then he goes, she's stuck in the line at the bank. No, there was a problem at the bank or something like that. Yeah, she was stuck in the line. Because that's there it. was a problem at the bank. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and then... Jake's like, well, that's wrong. It's clearly that she's been sucked into another world or whatever it was. <laughs> a grade and living with a mole man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anywho, Amy comes rushing in. I love Jake. Where have you been? We've been worried sick about you. <laughs> yes, Amy, tell us. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, there was a problem with the bank. <laughs> and then, oh, I can't. Hot damn. <laughs> Apologies for the clap just then. But, oh, my word. So I'm going to real early Holt hand out here. Oh, I love it. But as we've been saying, they always do improvs throughout Mm -hmm. um, different, particularly cold opens. That's what I read. Particularly in the cold opens, they tend to do quite a few improvs, particularly for, like, the last little bit of the cold open. Yeah. And they do so many different ones. And whichever is the funniest is the one that they go with (laughs) for the episode. So in this instance, Andre completely improved the hot (laughs) damn to the point that they had to quickly cut it because Andy Samberg just, like, burst into laughter. And then when I read that and I thought about it, I was like, shit, as soon as he clapped his hand, it, does it like cut. cut. Yeah. Because I think in the shot, Andy was obviously standing right near him, that oh. he would have just burst into laughter and they, you know, had to cut that out, obviously, because yeah. he wasn't expecting it. And because he said Andre doesn't consider himself funny and then does that, I just, oh, I couldn't. It's just so out of character for Holt, so But that's what's, like, funny about it. It's so, like, wait, hang on. clap? Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's like so a classic good. dad thing to do. It really is. He's like, <laughs> it's like saying, gotcha. I win. Yeah. Suckers. Yeah. So oh, I just found that so funny. Good start to the episode. It was a great. That's Definitely. one of my favourite openers, I reckon. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. I still think one of my favourite ones to, to now, to, to now, to this point, is still when Boyle is miss. Um, has confused the conversation with the oldest person that oh, he slept with. Oh, 100% oldest back. Yeah, 100%. Oh. <laughs> but this is up there. This is but definitely up there. I still, every day I remember that just because yeah. of how funny it is. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. So we have a couple, we have three storylines in here. Oh, I just better my iPad, lovely. Um, we have three storylines. Uh, so we'll start with Scully and... Is it Scully? Yes, yeah, Scully is running for union rep again and he's running unopposed. <laughs> so Rosa and Amy go into Holt's office and is like, oh, you've got to do something about this. Scully is so incompetent. He still pr- pronounces union as onion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and Holt's like, as your manager, basically, I cannot have any input in mm-hmm. this. And they just keep rambling, rambling, rambling on all these things that make him so incompetent. And then <laughs> he's like... Again, I cannot comment on this. I cannot give you any input. I cannot do – I can't. And having known the workplace I work in, it's, it's 100% right. Anything union-related has yeah. nothing to do with management. So even just bringing up the smallest of things, they're like, I can't hear this. You can't tell me these things. Um, <laughs> la, 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 Yeah, la, pretty la, much. La. And then Holt like, just turns around and they keep bickering. <laughs> so funny. 
So Rosa then says to Amy, well, you should apply for it because you loved all this stuff. You you love all this, um, what is it, this boring crap, all this stupid crap of writing stuff down. And then she's like, how is that? Ner- oh, nerdy. Yeah. And then um, and then she's like, well, I just remember, th- oh, no, I just forget things like a normal human being. <laughs> um, so Amy's really reluctant because she's like, no, it's, um, what is it? It's... Um, career suicide because you go against your head so correct and because what Holt is saying like I can't have anything to do with this she's thinking if I go for union rep then I can never be captain because they they clash yeah you know um so she's like dead against it she won't have she won't have a bar of it so a Rosa proceeds with like promoting her quotation (laughs) marks um or endorsing her is probably more the word to be the rep and she's putting all these posters up around the office and oh, my favorite at the moment, like Scully and Hitchcock, um, oh, conversation yeah. when they come across Amy and they're like, "Hi, Snake," and then, <laughs> and then Hitchcock's like, "I don't know, he does it. I can't. He does it so good." Um, but basically, Scully's pretty peeved at Amy, going, "Why are you running against me?" Um, the saddest part of about all this, Amy, is that I considered you my best, best friend. friend. And both of them are just like, as Wait, in what? Hitchcock and Amy are like, huh? What? <laughs> and, and he just walks off. I was Aww. like, oh, Scully. <laughs> so she goes back. Amy goes up to Rosa and is like, ha, well, joke's on you. I don't care if I've got to do this speech later on in front of everybody about, you know, client, you know, vote for me. Um, you know, I've, you should see my speech. I've uh, going to, it goes for ages. I'm going to pick on people yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And Rosa already came up with a slogan for her that read, says, pick Amy dummies, <laughs> because it was the most simplest thing that they could probably remember, those that actually cared. So, I actually like that slogan. I know, right? It works. <laughs> so Amy, again, dead against it. And then Hulk goes, Amy, come in my office, please. I want to talk to you. And she's like, oh, oh, I will. And she like so proudly walks off as if to like roll her eyes at Rosa going, ha. Huh jokes on you like you're going to get in the shit for this and then Holt is and she's like are we having a powwow (laughs) (laughs) and Holt's like no this is what what does she call it haranguing I'm pretty sure it's haranguing for some reason (laughs) you're all probably listening to haranguing (laughs) haranguing haranguing Oh, my word. Oh, that's so good. We should have cake blunders. <laughs> and that's one of them. <laughs> uh, no, so it's not a no-rangatang. Um, anyway, basically, Holt's like, you should do this. You're being stupid. Go for it. I shouldn't get involved, blah, blah, blah. And at the very end of it, so she she concedes and she's like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll go for it. And then Holt gets up and he's like, and by the way, don't tell anybody about this powwow. And she's like, you called it a powwow. <laughs> Gets all excited about it. So they go to the speech. They go to do their presentation, I should say, and dress everybody. And, and um, Scully gets up there and his speech um, was basically like – his speech was actually pretty good. And Scully at the very end of it, I love how he's just like, give me back my sub. Yeah. <laughs> because they get that big um, party sub or whatever yeah, it is the big, yeah. at the end. The meatball yeah. party sub. Yeah. So then Amy goes up and she's honest and she goes, look, I don't want to do this, but I will go to all the meetings. I'll be a good union rep. I'll answer all your questions. I'll do all that for you. Plus I'll bring leftovers from the party sub. And then you see Scully like <laughs> applauding her and gives her the two thumbs up like, good job. Um, is there actually, because I didn't write this down, is there any ending to that as to who got appointed? 
pretty sure she got it. Well, I think so, but there was <laughs> we anything might, We just ever, make that assumption. Right? Because I'm pretty sure from the next episodes on or at ever, it's never meant, it wasn't yeah, actually like officially gone, well done, you got it kind of thing. Like there was nothing official to say. <laughs> I think with uh, Scully, you know, cheering for I it. I know, it kinda but I was just a, curious. Like I'm, I, I assume. No, I don't remember either. Pretty sure you. That's just how. Well it done, ends. Amy. I'm pretty sure you got it. Yeah. <laughs> well done. So proud. Two thumbs up. <laughs> um, and then we have Gina and Boyle, <laughs> and they're you know they're officially broken up, um, or whatever they decided to stop doing. And I had to laugh when they were exchanging their belongings. And did you notice that his food dehydrator was one of the things that she yes. gave back? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's official now. Yes, that makes it official <laughs> uh, that they're no longer together. So. Then Boyle says, oh, you know, that weekend away we were going to have, um, you know, it's non-refundable. Because, and she's like, I told you not to pay for it already. And he goes, well, what was it? We got this grouse deal, one hour free Wi-Fi. <laughs> Which I think back then, I mean, how, when was this aired? Um, this is in 2014-ish. Was free Wi-Fi a thing at hotels? Because yeah. I remember when I used to, like, when I was travelling and stuff back in, oh, it was around the same time, actually. It was 2015-ish. Like, you, sometimes you had to pay for Wi-Fi. You'd pay, like, 10 bucks a day or something for free Wi-Fi as such, or unlimited Wi-Fi for the mm. day, staying in hotels and stuff. So there's a good chance that it probably was actually a good deal. Oh, or is he just like so good, damn gullible for yeah, anything? Yeah, I think it's that he's so damn gullible. Yeah. Like when you go to nice places, it would be incorporated. Yeah, that'd be, it'd be expensive as hell. Yeah. Like to stay there, you'd think. Yeah, exactly. You'd get the free Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. I was just curious, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, hmm? sometimes they have restricted time. I remember they used to have restricted yeah. times. I remember. I know, it depends. Was it a classy place where it's, you know, all access or was it. Or was it. Yeah. And you had like, you paid for. I just remember on like cruises, yeah. Mm. Like if you've ever been on a cruise, you'd pay for the Wi Fi package, but you'd get so many minutes and you have yeah. to keep logging in and logging out. And you, but you get your minutes for as long as you want, like it to last on the trip. So it doesn't have to be. Like it's eight days worth, but it, you could span it across eight days yeah. and do like 20 minutes a day. That's probably what they're going for. Then. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't We've know. We've really read into this. We have. Lot. Over some Wi-Fi. <laughs> Come on, Boyle. Okay. So come back to us, guys. Um, so they're both trying to prank one another that, you know, there was a food blogger that wants to meet up with Boyle for a five-hour dinner seating yeah. or whatever. But Boyle, because he's a foodie, he's like – that's, read my that's blog. normal, yeah, but that like a five-hour seating, I was like, far out, five hours. But to him, that's probably a I normal I love a five-hour feed. I know. Oh, I don't think I could eat for that long. No, you don't have one meal after the other. They have like no. little breaks. No, I know. And they're n- normally little portions Little portions, little petite ones. Yeah, that's a waste of time. Anyway. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> five hours waste of time. Well, that's true. Um, and then Gina says... Um, uh, Beyonce calls her. No, her Tina. Mother. Tina knows. Yeah. Beyonce, Beyonce's mummager. Mummager, that's right. Calls her. Uh, that's why I said mum because I heard mummager. Um, you know, says that she's been recruited to a degree, you know, wants to catch she up auditions. and do the audition for whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then Rose is just like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> you both have plans on the – both elaborate plans on the same night. And then they just looked at each other and went, how dare you? <laughs> Especially Gina. She's ropeable. Um so is this all the same day or is this over a couple of days? Because then they go to Holt and try to convince Holt that 
the other one should stay back and work that extra night. I think it's just a really night. long day. A really long. I didn't take note of what they were wearing, so I should have. That's how I would have known if it was the same day or not. I feel like it's different days because no, because Gina oh, comes. No, they oh, prepped I, each. The email probably. Did that come in the next morning? It has to be because it has to be a few days because how did they give their keys to their parents? If they're both at the precinct yeah. the whole one day, it has to be over a couple of days at least. We'll go with that. They would have exchanged <laughs> maybe say they would have exchanged items on Thursday and then the Friday morning they both received All this the debacle. email. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then all day they're trying to get each other to to have to work like, longer. Stay. Yeah. Whatever. Continuity, guys. <laughs> We're so, on to it. Holt, yeah. So Holt basically says, oh, that's funny, boy. Well, Gina just came in and said, you should do what this other thing. So he calls them both and he goes, you both make great points. You can both work and do yes, <laughs> what yes. you've said. Um, so then Gina's like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, this didn't get to work out, blah, blah, blah. And he's all like English about it going, you know, oh, that's fine. I don't mind. Like, all seems fine. And she's like, wait, why are you being so weird? And he goes, it doesn't matter. Oh, this was actually one of my boil blunders. I called it a boil blunder because of the way he said it. But he goes, I might not be in the hotel, but my gene pool is. <laughs> and then she's like, ew, what did you do in there? Oh, Thinking yeah, that he's, you know, made a mess. Um, and that he then confesses to Gina that he's given his key to her, mm-hmm. his dad, Lynn, and she's she's like, no, she's given her key to her mum, Darlene, and they – so then we cut to them in the room with the love heart because what do you suppose this is all about? That was oh, kind of yeah. cute. And they walk in and then um, they, they realise who each other are and Darlene's like – because that's right, Lynn goes, oh, what do you think we should do? And then Darlene's like, well, Regina has been encouraging me to have mm-hmm. some romantic adventures. Aww. And then Lynn's like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, my God, what has happened? And then we have Jake and Sophia. Oh. I actually, I kind of liked them. I, I wish it's as frustrating. much as, <laughs> as much as I, and now I'm going to bring this up later because after the whole the road trip episode, right? Yeah. We don't see or hear of Sophia again at the moment. Probably not. She's probably still around, mm. but she hasn't been really mentioned after that. We'll talk about it later, but I was just curious then. I'm like, wait, is this the only few times we see her? Yeah, well, it's whole, like, Teddy thing as well. Like, Yeah, she was iffy about it, but then she let him back in, so. No, as in, like. Um, Amy. Yeah, like, we see Teddy only every, you know, five episodes. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, true. And Eva Longoria is probably expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I would think. Um, yeah, so Jake and Terry are at the bar um, and Jake's going on about how, you know, it's hard to date. And he goes, well, what about Rose's friend Katie? And he's <laughs> like, she was more turned on. Uh, turned on. Closed oh off? Oh, my God. Closed off. I was, like, was going to say turned off. I was like, that's wrong. Uh, more closed off than Rosa. And he asked a simple question like, what do you do for work? And she's like, it's none of your business or whatever. And he's like, it was oh, like how okay. do you know Rosa? None of your business. Oh, that's fine. How do you know Rosa? Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so that just was that fell through. And then Terry's like, well, then how – what do you do? Like, how do you get to know a woman? Like, what do you talk about on, like, a first date? And he goes – or, like, when you're introducing yourselves, like, you know, to meet someone. And he goes, oh, I talk about work stuff, like, you know, murders and <laughs> what I've, you know, done – and Terry's like, well, when I first met my wife, we spoke about meatloaf. <laughs> the singer, and he's like, right. And then Jake's like, right, the worst one of the two, <laughs> rather than the food. 
And uh, so anyway, so Terry's like, just go talk to anyone. And he points out Sophia, and a lady at this time, but like points out to Sophia and goes, well, she's pretty. Go talk to her. He's like, all right, I'm going to go find my meatloaf. And then he goes over and they seem to come to a mutual love of wings Mm -hmm. and they try the spicy wings and they take that big bite into it. And then he's like, this had three peppers against it. And then all of a sudden the reaction. (laughs) We've all been there though. Oh, 100% we have. And I hate spicy food. And sometimes when I eat one, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. And then... Bang. Seconds later, Hits bang, you. and I was—I am Sophia with the little milk, milky the cream, or the whatever it was, or the ranch. Yeah, like drinking that—that's me with milk. Like I needed as to kill the spice, otherwise I can't. My mouth is on fire. <laughs> so they bond over that, and then the next morning they're at court um, because, like you said in the synopsis, um, he's trying to put someone away who's um, committed some murders and. It turns out, so he's all excited, you know, hot tip, we had sex last night, all this sort of stuff, and that they they played table tennis with an avocado pit. I yeah. have to drop that down because I'm just picturing <laughs> that. That would be so it got funny. Messy. Yeah, it got messy. Um, so they're chatting to, who is it that they're talking to that says to them that their defence attorney, you know, is not well or whatever, and they're like, why did a murderer murder him and then no did a murderer get off from murder and to celebrate murdered him <laughs> and then they high five <laughs> but who was that guy talking to Pretty them sure their attorney like the cops like lawyer oh on their side ah yeah. oh, okay so just a heads Thank up you. their attorney is not available <laughs> right because i for a second then i was like who is this guy mm. like telling them this i didn't couldn't work out where it was from <laughs> okay right 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 and then in walks sophia and jake's like oh jesus God damn. So he goes over. Oh, and that's right. And then, sorry, I've got written here. Sophia is the defense attorney. You literally slept with the enemy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Terry. Um, So, oh, I've written that in the wrong one. I wrote here, they both pranked each other for plans that night. That's meant to be for Jenner and Boyle. (laughs) So Jake realizes that they're losing the case and that they need all this new evidence ASAP. Um, So in order to do that... He recruits the squad and mm-hmm. goes, hey, guys, we need to get more evidence on this guy because Sophia worked out that um, the the guy that they were questioning, he's had a false name yeah. and was... Previous convictions. Previous conviction, conviction sorry, um, in another state, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so Jake's like, crap, I did not know that. Hold on, before all this, though... Oh, what did I miss? They went to the, he went to the judge. To try and get her removed. Oh, that's right. He did too. Yeah. Yes, he did. And, oh, I had it written down in one of my quotes, I think. Yeah, it's in one of my quotes too. Okay, we'll leave it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Is it about the game you were talking about earlier? Spoons? No. Oh. No, not the spooning one. The oh, different, that was it, mine. <laughs> and I was going to choose that one. Oh, uh, there we go. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, put a pin in that one. Yes, you're right. So they go to the judge and then yes. the judge basically is like, well, get over it. she's <laughs> like, Sophia, and Sophia's like, Sophia, Sophia's like, I don't have a problem with it unless Jake does. And then, yeah, so correct. So that's all sorted. Sweet. We'll go back into the courtroom. He realises they're losing the case because, yes, mm-hmm. like you said, um, they've discovered he's got all this, like, history that Jake didn't know about. So they go to the squad and 
the squad are immediately like, why are you being so like serious? You don't <laughs> want to chit chat. You don't want to do anything. And then Terry pulls out the picture and is like, it's not because of the perp. It's because of this lady. And then they're like, and then he goes, he slept with the defense attorney. And they're all like, ew, oh, why would no. you do that? Yeah. Charles like, I can't look at your crutch again. Why are you yeah. even looking at my crutch? Why are you even looking at my crutch? <laughs> I think that was one of my blunders. No, it wasn't. Oh, it is looking at Jake's crutch. That was one of my boil blunders. <laughs> I thought it, it's a blunder, but it's not a blunder. It's like, just awkward. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, so they end up finding some new evidence, um, and it was that they found a glass cutter. And then as Sophia says to him, like, well, a glass cutter could be used for anything because like you said, stuff can do two things. (laughs) Um, and then he's like, that's my thing. (laughs) Anyway. Objection. Objection. Yeah. So then they... He mentions that there's also, like, glass and stuff that they found in the bag and all these other bits of evidence. Um, but in the end, the the perp was found not guilty. Um, and then Jake, in anger, like, punches the <laughs> the um, the pew stand. Yeah. Um, completely breaks it and he's like, he's in that much pain, he can't process how, how cool that was. And then Terry, like, just shits on it going, well, it was already splintered before you did it. <laughs> in other words, it's not that impressive, Jake. Relax. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. So Jake's pissed. And he's like, oh, like he's so, so mad. He comes out, he's storming off, wants to leave out of a door, turns out to be an emergency exit, which he can't <laughs> leave. Um, and then Terry just basically reasons with him. He's like, don't screw this up with Sophia. You've said how non-boring she is. Mm. She's exciting. She's beautiful. Um, you know, she's smoking hot, as Jake says. Like, don't stuff this up. Like, you want to get over Amy? Here's your, like, anti-Amy kind of thing, yeah? Or anti-Amy, I should say. <laughs> Not anti-Amy. So he's like, oh, God damn it, you're right. So he goes over, finds her office, and she's like, oh, how would you find my office? Like, well, I am a detective. Plus I walked into many of wrong rooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they decide to go on a date. He asks her out and they go on a date, um, I think down to the local pub to play table tennis, um, have a drink and have something to eat and hopefully the night will end in some competitiveness or something <laughs> like that, which I thought was sweet. Um, and, yeah, so then he ends up – and then Sophia just said, though, as long as there is no work talk. Yeah. Which I think is smart Fair rule. because considering they're so opposite in their jobs, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's re- reasonable to be like, let's not talk about work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much episode six – did, so the boil blunders that I found was Lay them on me. I had he mentioned being poke pals with Gina. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, I already said looking at Jake's crutch, mm-hmm. and then the I might not be in the hotel, but my gene pool is. Yeah. Because it's the the last two sort of they're like borderline. They're not yeah. quite there, but they're kind of there. I found for the f- like for the, all these episodes, it wasn't really like major boil blunders like the last. Um, the last episode batch. that mm. we did, there was oh, quite so a few. Many. Like I feel yeah. like they went a bit gun ho, yeah, and true. then they pulled back heaps. Yeah, but I suppose like it's a bit hard to do it in the last kind of episode, which is what I'll talk about. But yeah, it's a bit more serious about Boyle, not his like awkwardness. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But um, yeah, I found that like even for the next couple episodes, I like yeah, there weren't many. Any yeah, agreed. If at all, yeah, <laughs> I, I think 
like I said, like this one, I had that one main one, like Poke Pals. But then after that, it was just like I was literally clutching at straws going, yeah. oh, is it? Uh, yeah, I'll put it down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll count it. We'll do it. Um, <laughs> quotes. Did you have any quotes? Um, oh, did I? Yes, I did. Go for it. Um, so I liked um, the judge <laughs> yeah. when Jake and Sophie, Sophia went towards the judge. And he goes, Jake goes, full disclosure, Your Honour, last night... <laughs> Okay, Sorry, I almost spat, spat my water out because I was going to write it, but I didn't go. Full disclosure, you're on it. Last night, Miss Perez and I got inebriated and we had colitis. Colitis. <laughs> the judge goes, colitis, which is, guys, if you didn't know, it's inflammation of the colon. And then Sophia goes, coitus. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, and then... Um, between Gina and Charles when she goes, attention, skeezy nobodies. Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mama Jo, has contacted me and wants to audition me tonight. I've transcended you now. <laughs> and then Charles, um, after they fight backwards and forwards, goes, I'm not backing out. Yes, I'm backing in. That's fine. Beep, beep, beep. And then she, like, <laughs> slaps him in the neck. <laughs> I 100% think that was improvised. His reaction, like, it must have hurt him. It would have hurt, for sure. And he's like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> away. I have that. I'm like, here, backing up. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> like straight in the throat. I love it. But I was that. quick thinking it if was. it was improvised. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> She's just like, pew. So good. It kind of makes me want to try it on someone just to see how. <gasps> Surely that will hurt. <laughs> Please don't do it to me. <laughs> Shane. <laughs> I'll use it as a um, defense tactic. Yeah, that's it. Bang, <laughs> in the throat. But what about you? What was your uh, uh, quote? So I had the backup one as well. <laughs> <laughs> then I had when Sophia and Jake were with the judge mm-hmm. and Sophia's like, you can't listen to anything he wants to say because he, like, what do you say? So she's, she made a comment about wanting to be the little spoon. Yeah. And he's like, everyone likes to be the little spoon. It makes you feel safe. <laughs> and then he um he asks the... um that His the, attorney. Yeah, he's the attorney. And he agrees. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is one, I just liked the way it was delivered by Andre when he goes, okay, Oh, so he goes, sorry, he goes, okay, please, drop the nugget. <laughs> I can't remember what the context it was, was. It was Charles goes, I've got a nugget to drop on you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I just liked the delivery. I was like, oh, the yeah. greatest it's of quotes, execution. But it's the way he, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that's the funny. thing. With all the quotes that I've kind of chosen, especially Holtz, it's you've got to watch it for the execution. Yeah, we're not doing a very good job. Yeah, we're not giving it any same. justice. No. Like we're trying, guys, but oh, I'm it. no Andre. <laughs> um, but then we head into episode um, seven. Yes, lockdown. 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 <laughs> um, now, this yes. is the episode where the precinct goes into lockdown mode on Thanksgiving night, and Jake, who was left in charge, is confident mm-hmm. in his ability to keep spirits high and avoid chaos. Amy is less confident as things spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. I just have to correct you. It's not Thanksgiving. It's Turkey Day. Yes. <laughs> Apologies, Boyle. <laughs> so cold open, we have Holt's uncle has passed away. So Amy's walked in with a bunch of flowers and Jake's like, oh, what are they for? And then she mentions, oh, you know, Holt's uncle passed away. So he, um, he being... Jake is like, well, that's a gift. He doesn't like gifts. So I did something really personal. I'm going to send him an email um, giving our condolences. So he says, you know, (laughs) we are all sorry for your loss. You know, we being inclusive. 
um, and then sends the email. Very simple email. And then Amy's like, cool, what email did you send that from? He's like, my personal, because that's a personal thing with a personal friend. And then she's like, okay, so you took your signature off? And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, bang out of his seat. <laughs> Straight in. Hey, Captain Holt. And then he goes, thank you for your email. I was like, oh, I couldn't remember what it was. And then it was um, – that his signature, so he reads out the email and he goes, from your stinky butt, from my stinky butt. Um, and then I can't remember why, but I think, because I'm trying to, I want to say this, I hope it's like one of your quotes, but with Holt, what he says at the very end of it, when Jake, oh, that's right, Holt's like, thank you for the email, I appreciate it. And Jake's like, you're welcome. And he's like, I was addressing mm-hmm. your stinky butt. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my quotes. It was? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Damn. You should have cut me off. That's all right. Said it. You'll say it properly later. I on. feel like you need to say it because it's a it's major like part. At that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I forgive you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> there were some good cold open. That's two cold, I know. cold opens. Yeah, they're but, very damn. good. And the sneaky butt. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, so we'll start with the Terry and Holt um, storyline. Um, with they want they go off to do a charity. Charity something. <laughs> no, because I didn't write that because I've written Zeke is in town and I've gone on about how they go to Zeke's house because of the, the lockdown. So they don't go off to do the charity thing. They were on the way to, yeah. Yes, they were, they were told basically I – yeah, so that's why Jake got put in charge of the precinct Yeah, because they had to go off and do whatever, which was obviously pre-planned because, as we found out, um, Jake's like, oh, you trusted me, and then – it turns out Amy's like, well, no, he actually asked me first, but I'm going away for Thanksgiving um, with Teddy. So anyway, so they're no, she's going. bottling pilsners. That's right, which she did not sound impressed. <laughs> so because of the lockdown that since happened when they left, they decided to, um, sorry, start again, Caitlin. Terry is explaining to Holt that Zeke's in town mm-hmm. and how much he annoys him and calls him names and all that kind of stuff. And... And then he's like, you got to stand up to him. You know, it's your house. It's your life. Like, take ownership. Like, who cares? And he goes, I can't. You know, he's my brother-in-law, Zeke. Like, he just, he's he just can't me. do it. I find it strange. Like, he's such he's a massive. tough guy. Oh, he's huge, isn't he? Like, he towers over Terry. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Double size of Terry. Yeah, nearly. And Terry's double size of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. And then... <laughs> So with the lockdown, um, Holt's not comfortable and says, look, I need to go somewhere the home office. You've got one at home. Let's mm-hmm. go there. And Terry reluctantly agrees because he also suggests that they should break into their neighbor's house <laughs> and, you know, use its stuff there. And Holt's just like, just stares at him like to say, are you kidding me? You're so, a cop. Like, you're a cop. On. <laughs> and not only that, I mean, they're two black men going to yeah. break into a house. Like, could you imagine how bad that – like, come on, man. But that's that's the that's the extent that Terry is willing to go to oh, not yeah. be near his brother-in-law. So that's not good. So they go to Terry's house. They're in the home office. And Zeke comes up and he's like, what the hell's going on? Why is my – Sport, not I can't remember what it was, but what the football or whatever that wasn't recording anymore because Holt wanted to watch the news. Um, anyway, Zeke goes downstairs. Terry turns around and he's Holt bouncing on an exercise <laughs> ball, and he's like, "The chair, my core is engaged." <laughs> and then he goes to get something out of the printout, and he just like bounces boing, the whole boing, way. Boing. But the whole time that Terry's talking to him, he just keeps bouncing on the exercise. It ball. must be so hard to keep a straight face trying to record Surely. that. Surely. I think for Andre it would have been fine because, like we said, like he doesn't do 
comedy as such. So for him, he was like being in character. So I reckon he yeah. would have been okay. But to, oh, it was too. just funny to watch some of the stern, oh. serious face bouncing up and down on a chair. How they keep a straight face, I don't know. Oh, mate. So... Oh, <laughs> Terry goes, sorry, guys. <laughs> Terry goes downstairs to, um, to get a drink, I think it was, the first time. And Zeke thinks that Holt is being a jerk, mm. the way he's treating Terry. And he's like, oh, no, hey, Phil, man, I have a boss like that. And then calls him brother. <laughs> Terry was like a little 10-year-old kid, like, brother. And every after <laughs> thanks, brother. everything, yeah, after everything he said, thanks, brother. See you later, brother. See you, brother. I'll be upstairs, brother. <laughs> like the whole time, he's so he's so excited. Um, so then he comes down and wants to make a sandwich. Makes three sandwiches, mm-hmm. giant ones, and then takes a whole pie and is explaining to Zeke, you know, and then this is what Holt wants, you know, damn him as a jerk, blah blah blah. And then he does, brother, and like does the little fist bump, <laughs> thinking he'll get another one, and he does. Goes upstairs, so we cut to upstairs, and he's Terry on the couch, like. Or I think mid, mid first sandwich already there, stuffing mm-hmm. his face. Um, and then by the end of the whole, like, wrap up with them, he's finishing off the pie like he'd eaten, <laughs> so, what, illusionally, but eaten that much food um, <laughs> that he ate it all. So he's talk. oh, that's right, it's at this point when he's talking to Terry, that's when he's eating, sorry, just the pie, and Holt goes, I'm confused of Jake's text message because he goes, everything is fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes... Question mark and then question mark in a box. Question mark in a box. No, a box with a question mark. A box with. He says it like six times. Yeah. And then he goes, "I don't understand it." And he's like, "That's because you don't have emojis on your phone." (laughs) I just eating the pie. Um. So then they decide to leave. Um. Holt's like, you know, we'll get to the lockdown, but you know, shit's getting out of control, so we have to go there. So they go to make their way and then <laughs> Holt's like, I'm going to go say thank you to your family for being so great. And he's like, no, 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 no. They think you're a jerk. He like closes the door yes. on him. He's like, no. Um, he goes, Zeke is finally accepting me as his brother, so I need you to act like an absolute jerk. Um, and then I told them that you wanted that whole pie, so can you please put some crumbs on your face? And he's like, crumb me up. <laughs> yeah, what else or put did some he... crumbs on me or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he said crumb me up, but then he, he was like got into character and he said something kind mm. of offhand to Terry. He did too. Like, hey. oh, I can't remember what it was, but he went along with it. Yeah. Yeah, so he was willing to do that for Terry, which I, I thought was nice of him uh, to do. <laughs> so then they head back to the precinct, um, which I'll loop that in with the lockdown episode when they get back and discover that everything's under control. So it's Thanksgiving. So this obviously has been early to mid-November that this might must have aired. Yeah. Um, because we just had Halloween, yeah, a couple episodes ago, didn't we, in our last batch. So, yeah, Thanksgiving makes sense. Um, so he was nervous about leaving Jake in charge because the last thing, no, the last charity event or whatever it was that he got him to, Jake, to run, which was the blood drive, he f- completely forgot to take oh, the flyers. Yeah. And then had five pints taken five off pints his of own blood. Five pints of blood and then just, like, passed out. <laughs> God. So that makes so he convinced him that Jake can be in charge. So Jake gives everyone what they want. So he takes him into the office and he goes, "What do you want? What do you want? What do you want?" And then I just had to write down the word succulent yep. because t- um, what's his name Boyle, Boyle wants permission to say the word succulent. Succulent. Yeah. Rosa wanted permission to work, work in, the in the break room. In the break room. Yeah, that's right. Work yeah. in the break room so she didn't have to hear Boyle say the word succulent. Yeah. And that resulted in Hitchcock wanting to bring his the couch, couch yeah. out of the break room since yeah. Rose is going to be in there. 
Gina wanted to answer the phone in a particular way. Yeah, I was like, what do you want? Kind yeah, of a- what do you want? Yeah, something stupid. I can't remember what Scully said. Because they were talking about his heart attacks. He's like, something like a heart attack. And he's like, oh, it doesn't even matter anymore because they're just... We call them oopsies. Yeah, we call them oopsies. That's right. <laughs> um, I can't remember what his was. I don't think he had one, actually. Because then yeah, Amy, I think we got to it. Yeah, because then Amy piped in and goes, really? This is how you're going to get the squad to like you yeah. by giving them what you want? You're not a genie. And he's like, I am a genie. <laughs> and he's like, who likes me as, my, as their boss? And they all raise their hands, except Amy, of course. Oh, yeah. So... They are about to leave. So it's Thanksgiving. They're all going home. Jake's the only one going to stay back, obviously, because he's, you know, working the night shift or whatever it was for the weekend. And Boyle goes to grab his bag. And as he swings his bag around, he knocks a package onto the floor and all this white powder comes out of it. So naturally, as cops, they're like, oh, my God, what is that powder? It's really random. Why is it there? Um, Three other precincts have had a similar package, um, but it's always been baking powder. So Jake's like, look, let's not alarm everybody that's here. There's you know, it's probably nothing, we will be fine. And here's Gina freaking out going, what if it's anthrax? And, like, freaks everybody oh, out. Yeah. Gina, of course, ma- Miss Melodramatic. Oh, hell yeah. You know, my, my life's ending kind of Gotta thing. Got to write my will. Yeah. Um, so it turns out it's not baking powder. So they go into – oh, no, so it's lockdown before yeah. they find out what it is. Sorry. And as they've done the lockdown and they're, they're taping up everything, is Scully at the window going, Hitchcock's locked outside. <laughs> Um, and then he mentions that he is by himself and then he goes, but he does have a worm in his ear. And then Jake's like, well, then he's not really alone, is he? <laughs> that is so disgusting. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's right. Now it's been told that it's not baking power, powder, but it might be toxic. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take five hours minimum to get it tested and resulted and all that stuff. Um, so they meet, or the whole squad goes into Holt's office slash Jake's part-time yeah. office, and he has four factions. So there's four different groups of people. So you've got the perps in the in the holding cell. There's the innocent bystanders, you know, your the people witnesses. walking, witnesses, parents, all that kind of stuff. Um, then you have the snitches. <laughs> yeah. I had to laugh. I didn't write down what they were all called except for this one, the lawyers. And he's like, we're just going to call them the vegetable medley because that's the most disgusting thing I could think of. <laughs> I was uh. like, accurate. So Amy Amy keeps wanting to take over, you know, saying, well, you get that vibe that she's like, yeah. you're doing this wrong. You need to do this, like, this, this and this. I know how to do it better. Yeah. So it's kind of like she's a little – I think – I couldn't tell until a little bit later on when Jake admits that he needs help, but that I couldn't tell at this point if Amy was genuinely like a little peeved that she said no because she could have been the one in charge and this is like good captain practice for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Jake's doing it and he's royally screwing it up, just trying to please everybody and not actually I think because she delegating? respects Holt's word so much, like she's follow she follows it to a T, and she's like, "Well, I said no, I'm not in charge, so yeah. I have to follow my direct orders, <laughs> which were nothing, which were nothing, point. basically, yeah. yeah, from Jake. So she just had to sit back, and then she, yeah, she's going like, oh, "I know a better way to do this. Yeah, you've got to do this. You've got to do this, and because and Jake- no one would listen to her if she was to take over, no, like, because they'll be like, "Well, no, Jake's in charge. Yeah, yeah." And this is where um, 
Boyle also wants to – I forgot to mention this way earlier, I'm sorry – that Boyle wants to be number two. Yeah. So this was my blunder, which I don't think if it really is because he kind of owned it and he goes, I made the number two. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I heard it. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when he's addressing – when Jake is addressing the whole precinct about, like, what's going on and stuff, Boyle, like, <laughs> creeps up in his ear and Jake's just like, what the hell, man? Like, what are you doing? He's doing like, a great oh, job, Jake. You're doing a great job, Jake. That is so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, even I was like, what the hell? Like, personal space. It feels like – I hate when, like, someone's breathing on, on your, like, face and neck, like, just right up in your grill and you're yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, get away. Yeah, I agree. Weirdo. Um, so Jake's just wanting to basically keep morale up. So he suggests a dancing competition or something. Oh, you know, skills, sorry. Talent. What, what talents do you have? And no one's owning it. And then Boyle's like, I just like the single ladies dance. It must have been high. It must have been a peak at that time. Oh, yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. It, it was huge. Been. Yeah. So here he is doing it. And then he had the two ladies in the holding cell, like, join in. <laughs> so good. And he's like, Jack Boyle's all down. He comes in and goes, Whoa, this is why I became a cop. And they're like, Really? That's why. Um, so Amy keeps trying to make Jake aware of all these issues and how to handle them, mm-hmm. you know, and he, she's saying, you should really try this. You should do it like this and things like that. And Jake's just adamant, like kind of annoyed at Jake that he didn't he didn't trust Amy either. And, like, if he'd just worked with her and taken her advice, I mean, we wouldn't have the episode we did have, of course. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like he wasn't even willing to be like, okay, look, let me just try this. And if it doesn't work, then we'll do it your way. Do you know what I mean? He didn't yeah. even say that. He was like, no, nope, they want heat. We gave them the megaphone um, because they would, their talent was like a stand-up comedian. So they gave them the meta- megaphone. He's like, yeah, because I didn't have a mic. Um, and then it was all of a sudden that they were cold. So they, they, we want heat. And they're chanting, we want heat. Goes down to, oh, my God. They're like, I'm going to call it the, uh, the, the precinct thrift shop of all their, <laughs> their um, big fluffy well, jackets. Five of them. Yeah, yeah, five. We should ration them out with everyone. And then they're hungry and he has all the food from the takeaway that came through and they went through it too quickly and everyone's cracking it going, well, you didn't ration the food and there's no more food and all this sort of stuff. And it's just getting to be an absolute Chaos. mess. And one of well, the – she explains it that um, – that- Oh, what is it? Damn it. Um, mm-hmm. That every time, like, the way that Jake is addressing it yeah. is that he's just putting out the fires as they come out rather That's than right. being preemptive about it yeah. and being on top of it. And, and Yeah, you can't and just Amy, put out a fire as it appears. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, but that's his whole focus is his is morale. Like, yeah. keep the spirits up. Everything will be okay. And I feel like the way he's sort of treating this lockdown is very similar to how he treats some of his cases. Yeah. So, like, something always goes to shit and then he, like, gets on top of it and then something else happens and then he gets puts that out, like, gets on top of it. He doesn't sit back take he doesn't take his time yeah he jumps in and goes yeah, exactly. with his first just instinct dives. yeah he just dives um as opposed to just going oh will this work what could be the consequence and all blah, blah, blah. Yeah. um he just just but that's jumps Jake. yeah exactly and that's the difference between him and amy matt like yeah. huge difference and it, uh, it's always like like that and it continues through the rest of the whole, the whole series. series yeah which is good because it's consistent yeah, yeah. that's who they made jake and amy to be and yeah you know, they're not going to waver on it, which is good. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you want two main characters of the same nature? Like, yeah. that'd be boring as hell. Go watch, you know, NCIS or, you know, 
<laughs> you don't like NCIS? No, I do, but like serious cop shows where they're all really, really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like dumb good. Yeah, I getcha. Well, Dinozo was a bit stupid, but he was good, but funny. Yeah, but it's all kind of serious. Yeah, true. Deep, yeah. Anyway, that's for another time. So, guys, got, got distracted. <laughs> got distracted. Hey. Um, so one of the lawyers um, is, like, making a big deal going, you can't keep us here. I'm going to walk out that door. So he decides to just, like, make a run for it. And Jake's like, just look, come in here, man, and we'll, we'll reason with you. We'll tell you what's going on and um, and we'll go from there. So it brings him in, tells him, look, it's not baking powder. It could be something toxic. We're going to find it out soon. The guy goes out thinking that Jake's thinking, look, we just have to be serious, honest with them and they'll be on our side. And then he goes out there, it's fucking anthrax. <laughs> I just swore it's not, it doesn't what they did, but they're like, it's anthrax. And then everybody <laughs> freaks out. Um, so okay. Jake calls Holt and gives him an update. Um, oh, sorry, I've got here, sends everybody into a panic and then there's a fire that starts and gets out of control, um, which they literally the, the thing was on fire. That's right. And then Jake calls Holt to give him an update. And says, you know how you told me you didn't want me to burn the precinct down? He's like, you burnt my precinct down? He's like, uh, no. Um, and then he goes, it all started with Jake, uh, with Boyle wanting to say the word succulent. He's like, oh, no. And then ends with, I'm very disappointed in you. And then he mm-hmm. tells Boyle that Holt was disappointed in him. And he was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was so devastated. So Jake finally admits that he screwed up. Mm-hmm. And Amy's like, well, I told you so. But... Tell me, delegate, tell me what to do. Be a manager or, sorry, be a captain and tell me what to do. Tell everyone what to do. And he does. He mans up and he eventually sorts shit out. They work out who did, you know, where the powder came from because, um, as his name, Boyle did a bit of um, looking at the cameras and worked yeah. out someone from IT. Finally did what he, Jake had originally told him to do. That's right, because he told him to do that, didn't he? In yeah. the um, But he wanted to be number two. That's right. And, yeah, went over his head. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, went, um, <sighs> you know what I'm trying to say. So Jake's plan of attack was right, like yeah. and they would have got down to it quick and over and done with, which would have been good with the high morale keeping that up, yeah. you know, in and out within an hour if or two. If he had stuck to his guns to tell Boyle yeah. to do what he told him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But right. because he's easy and breezy, he goes, oh, yeah, you know, do whatever. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah, and it was a simple simple fix because, yeah, yeah when Holt came back, he's like, you said this is going to take another, like, three hours, and it didn't. So... They finally worked it out and it wasn't harmful. Everyone could leave. So mm-hmm. it was it was a good good win in the end there. Um, yeah. So so the blunder I had was just I made number two. <laughs> made number two. Which wasn't really a blunder, but I just thought it was funny. That was one of my um, part of my quotes. Well, go for it. Which I've only got one quote, which I kind of already said later uh, earlier. So go for it. What's your um, quote? <clears throat> I've got uh, – Jake goes, hey, Captain, I just sent you an email. And then Captain Holt reads out the email, sent from my stinky butt. butt, And he goes, I was hacked. He goes, thank you for the email. It means a lot to me. You're very welcome. Uh, I was addressing your stinky Stinky butt. butt. I was like, good one. Yeah, that was good. Um, And then Amy goes to Jake um, during this time. Oh, so your plan is to not take anything seriously at all. Oh, I am serious. As a heart attack. No offence, Scully. That's right. Nah, mine are never that serious. I call them oopsies. <laughs> and then um, Charles, when he goes about Tinkerbell, about being number two, okay, but I thought since you're in charge, maybe I could be your right-hand man, your Tinkerbell. <laughs> Tinkerbell, goes Rosa. Let me tell you something about Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is a loyal lieutenant and a real thorn in the side of Captain Hook. <laughs> and then he makes about, yeah, number two. Yeah. The only quote I had was fine. Crumb me up. 
again, it was the delivery of Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. And even I did put down the emoji text as yeah. well. It's just the execution. <laughs> Square. Square with a question mark. (laughs) (laughs) He's so confused. He's just so good at his execution. That's why I don't understand how Andre doesn't think he's funny. His character's funny. I don't get it. We think you're funny, Andre. We love you, Andre. Come on the show. (laughs) Please. Come talk to us. Um, All right, number eight. Number eight. Uspis. 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 So while attempting to catch a drug dealer, Jake and Charles reluctantly join forces with the nerdy lead investigator of the U.S. Postal Service, Jack Donger. It's actually pronounced Danger. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, the rest of the team helps Amy quit smoking. Mm -hmm. So we have the cold open. Um, everyone realises that they missed Scully's birthday. <laughs> so they all decide to put in $20. They will come up with these different excuses as to why they weren't there. Holt, where was Holt in the capital of Ecuador? Barbados. Barbados and the capital. Yeah. No, Ecuador. Oh, yeah, that's it. And the capital of Ecuador was something, rather. So he, like, I was in Ecuador for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Just for two days. But someone like Scully would fall for that. So, oh, yeah. it, you know, whatever. So they all decide to put in $20. And then <laughs> Jake's like, oh, he's like, I got you. <laughs> like, I'll put it in. He's like, okay, sweet. I don't understand how he doesn't have any money. I don't understand. Well, he's, like, I know he's in crushing debt. I so. know that, but like, he's got the same amount of money that all the other detectives I have. Know, but he might. Well, you saw what he spent it on, though. Like, he had those six massage chairs, massage chairs the turntables, just buys shit. So <laughs> that'd be why. Yeah. <laughs> So they all put in the $20 each. They go up to Scully and Hitchcock and they give it to Scully. Like, we're so sorry you missed it. He's like, that's okay, guys. You all had stuff on. And then it's a bloody scam. <laughs> bloody hell. And they're going, oh, the fake birthday. It worked. And they cheers and they go to drink oh. their coffee. And he's like, thumbtacks. That was my thumbtack mug. Thumbtacks just got everywhere. <laughs> just went everywhere. I just love the way you delivered that. Oh. Oh, I wonder if that was one of the... Um, one of the improvs, oh, and that yeah. was the one that they went uh, I with. really want to know which ones are improvs I know. and which ones aren't. So good. <sighs> All right. So then we have, as you said, two storylines here. We have Giggle Pig um, and Amy's Smoking. So let's start with Amy's Smoking. So she's decided to go cold turkey, and we realise why, because Holt asked her to work on the weekend. He's like, what? She, sorry, he's like, what, really, man? She full cracks it, and then yeah. turns around, and then he, she's like, let me say it again. <sighs> like, does this weird thing. <laughs> and Holt's just like, what the hell just happened? It's like she's broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she admits, you know, she comes clean that she's trying to quit smoking and that she's got a really short fuse. So Terry's like, you know what? I Terry shows her how to reset because he had an addiction. Eating, <laughs> 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 oh fat Terry looks so funny. Oh, um, imagine putting that suit on. Like he's already a big, solid guy. Oh, yeah. that would have weighed so much for him. Hundred percent. Oh, and it wasn't just his face. Like they put it everywhere. And, yeah, full on fat suit. Oh yeah. So he, he being Terry, sorry, um, shows Amy how he used to reset his mindset and by dunking his head into cold <laughs> ice water. And it's refreshing. That's refreshing. So they do it, I think, three times. Yeah. I think yeah, so. I think it was three times. And she's like, it's so cold. Again. So they go in again. But Amy can't seem to shake it. So she's like, no, that didn't work. So Holt then tries and goes, well, actually, you know what? I used to have an addiction. On the ponies. And then it cuts to him back in the 70s or whatever. Go, razzmatazz. Yeah. Go, Go razzmatazz. And he's like, oh, 
I just lost everything. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, how much did he put on that? Um, so Holt asks her to exercise and she's like, okay, fine. We'll go for a run. I'll even have my headphones in. He's like, no, silence. <laughs> you know, not to exercise. Music is a crutch. Yeah. <laughs> So they're on their run and they're coming They're right at the very end of it, 10 miles or whatever that they did. It was a good run. Just an easy 10 miles. Yeah, no worries. And she's like, yeah, cool, I'm just going to use the bathroom, like this random portaloo that's sitting there. Personally, I would not use a random portaloo, but maybe yeah, that's a thing really in the States. Yeah, randomly in the past. Yeah, in a very weird spot. Anyway, for the point of what she's about to do, <laughs> he's on the phone to Kevin um, and I was trying to remember what they were talking about, but I can't quite remember. And all of a sudden there's this smoke coming out of the toilet. And then he's like, oh, God, Amy, are you, are you smoking in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the smoke? Okay, I'm having a shower, a really hot shower. <laughs> it's steam. It's steam. Um, so then Gina tries. So obviously Holt's failed, Terry's failed. So Gina's like, fine, I'll help her. We'll do some meditation. Because she um, admits that she had a... a she was a compulsive shopper. Mm-hmm. So she says, let's do some guided meditation. And Terry and Holt, you know, they're for support and they go oh, and yeah. help out. And it's just funny with one of the ones, I am a strong and powerful woman and only, only Amy says it. <laughs> and Gina's like, I'm not hearing everybody. Yeah. And they're just like, I'm, I'm very strong, strong powerful woman. woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she opens the window. But it doesn't know yet. She's like, I can, feel, can you feel the, can you feel the breeze? breeze on your Terry? face? I can feel it. <laughs> And then Holt opens his eyes and then he's like, Amy's smoking. Holt's cheating. He's got his eyes open. <laughs> like, not the fact that – and she admits that she just can't do it. She's like, yeah. no, nah, I can't. I can't quit. Um, and then Amy is, like, grinding her pencil with her mouth. Oh, yeah. And then Gina – this might have been one of your quotes. I didn't write it as one of mine. But she goes, it's like working inside a beaver dam. Oh, no, the, that's the not gr- one of my okay, quotes, cool. but it's a very good Because one. she was, like, just full grinding that pencil. So – Holt helps Amy out with dang- with an error he is dangling. So I I wrote that, but I can't remember how that ended. F- uh, yeah, it's like the sentence isn't finished properly. Yeah. Um, like an example isn't given. Mm. Yeah, it just confused me. I was like, and yeah, then I, I realized my note really ended. S- I was like, wait, was it? It's more a really that? smart. Thing. She would get it because yeah, yeah. That's, that's why she's like okay. oh, what? So for us nuff nuffs, I'm like, yeah, cool, right. Yeah. Um so then we have Giggle Pig. This is still going. I mean, I liked this episode of the whole Giggle Pig thing, but like I said last time, and I know you said it's building up for now and the next episode or oh, so you that's do coming to up. Me. I do listen, yes. <laughs> but I still think this whole Giggle Pig thing is dragging on way too many episodes. But anyway, so Rose is in charge and she's getting real um, serious and going, guys, we've got to solve this. Our task force is going to run out of resources. They're going to take it from us if we don't get this. So Jake, of course, rocks up late. And um, I don't know if you noticed, when she gives gives him the key, this is the first time Jake says, noise. Did you notice <gasps> oh, that? Oh, no. Yeah, so he hands her – sorry, she hands him the key and he's like, noise, noise. and takes it from her. And I was like, ooh, first time. Um, but she says, I need you to take this serious, like – Stop piss farting around. You have to go to Uspis and, you know, go find out where this key's for and, you know, basically work it out. And, Jake, be serious. I need your help. And they've got this piece of paper going to this guy's office and his name is Jake Danger. And they're like, Danger, what a name. What a great name. And then he's like, are you Jake? Jake Danger. And he's like, it's actually pronounced Donger. <laughs> um, and all I wrote here was Guy from The Hangover because yes. I don't remember that character, the actor's name. 
Did you have it? Uh, no, but I can... Find that while I keep talking? Yeah. Okay, so I've got here, Donga is now on the case. So I think because he's like federal or whatever and the kid is involved and all that sort of stuff, he's actually now working the case as opposed to just feeding them some information. Mm-hmm. It's Ed Helms, by the way. Ed Helms. Okay, I would never have guessed that. The only one I remember from that is Jack Gelf- uh, Zach Gelfand. Zach. Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. He's yeah. also Andy Menard in um, The Office. Oh, he's in the another Office person. Mm-hmm. There yeah, you all go. crossover makes sense. No, I know, but like you know, I'm just, another I'm, one. No, because I want to know like how many have oh, been in both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. not listen to me? <sighs> Always. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> so. They Yeah, so they're now on the case. So they go to a mailbox, a green mailbox, and he's like, Dong is just like, oh, look at that. Like the way it's (laughs) shaped. So beautiful and green. Um, (laughs) So they decide. Yeah, the curves, that's right. So they go to decide to just open the, the box as opposed to talking to the public because. They the dong is the yes that's right and dong is like oh I'll talk to him you know I I'm I'm the federal agent or I'm the yeah the leader yeah, of the case something weird yeah and yeah, anyway and Jake's like yeah let's not talk to anyone let's just open it up and see what's there <laughs> so they open it up and there's those red bags mm-hmm. um and then as they're getting that they look over and we're not even twenty meters away there's a guy coming with a red bag and he realizes that they're cops. Mm-hmm. Donga goes to chase after him, but his key and chain is still in the lock. in the door yep. and completely falls over. And then Jake goes to chase him, and he's holding on to his leg. Anyway, the guy gets away. So Jake is pissed mm-hmm. um, and then goes back to tell Rosa. And Rosa's like, you're telling me he was within 20 metres and he still got away? Mm-hmm. And Jake tries to blame it on the guy, Donga, and he's like, it's... Which it goes, is oh, his fault. It is, but he blamed Jake. Oh. He was saying... Um, you should check your surroundings. That's yes. Right. So I said here he's trying to get him off the... Yeah, so Donga tries to blame it on Jake. And then Jake's trying to get him off the case. And, like, pleads with Rosa, um, like, just please yeah. take him off because I cannot work with him. Is it really that important, this whole giggle big thing? Like, it's, again, being Jake, like, it's not going his way. He doesn't like being told what to do. And he's like, oh, I just can't do it. It's um, also that he's a very frustrating character. I feel like it's yeah. boil... But 2.0. Extreme. Yeah, but like yeah. worse. Well, how many? I didn't write them. Actually, no, they were in my boil blunders, but I should have called them donger blunders mm-hmm. because there were so many inappropriate things he was saying. I didn't write them all down. I wrote a couple. Um, so Rosa, but like gets all sounds like, Jake, please just work with him. I need you to do this mm. for me. So Jake wants – Jake goes back to – no, start again, Caitlin – they go to Uspis and mm-hmm. he goes, right, tell well, me. they're taking a case of him. But just before that, though. So the oh, reason – I was about to say that, but then I realised. So Jake goes to Uspis, goes back to Donga, and he's like, oh, who yep. has the keys? Like, who yep. distributes them and blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's five people. Right. There's our first five. Let's start basically talking. The key. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk to these guys first. That's our first list. And then the guy's like, mm, no, can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Some lady's leaving the office and um, he wants muffins, so he decides to go have a muffin. And in the interim, while he's out of the office, Jake prints yeah, that list. That's right. They door knock and they come across the perp that they that had run away, um, bring him in, all excited and whatever else. But in the meantime, Donga has rang Rosa and he's like, 
this is what Jake's done. We're taking the case off you. And Jake's like, they can't do that. And they said, well, they're federal. So, yeah, they can. Um, and they lose the case. Mm-hmm. So Jake goes back, pleads with Donga, wants to hear all this history <laughs> of Aspis and how it came about. Oh, and he's boring. like, what, you're going to skip a whole decade? <laughs> <gasps> but then Donga realises, and I think the only reason he caved is because he was stuck. He couldn't – he got to a certain point in the case and was yeah. like, oh, look, it's fine. I accept your apology. Actually, I need your help because I can't work this out. And then Jake, like, immediately works out, you know, it's two postal codes. The guy obviously remembers each code, like, yeah. where each one is, and then he works out where the drop-off point um, or pick-up point, whichever way, sorry. two states, they're too um, – Too far away. Two streets connected. Yes. Um, no, no, no. It was the name of a place. Yeah, so it was – like two zip codes, but they're too far apart to really make any difference. Oh, sorry. And, then he, yes. and then Jake puts a connection. When they oh, said the names out loud, yeah, it's, it's Washington this, Avenue and whatever the other street was Some called. Some jeweler something. Not jeweler. Uh, yeah, but basically it, it was a store name. Is, is that right? That was just a corner, but I think there was a – on the corner was yeah. that store. So they realised that was where it was going to happen. Yeah. So they do the bust. So um, – uh, what have I got here? I think they work it out and Jake apologises to Rosa in the end um, after it all and they have got that lead. Yeah, so that's another yeah. big lead for, for the for the case. Because I was like, they solved it, but they didn't. Woo-hoo. That's coming up. Um, spoiler alert. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for Giggle Pig um, this episode. It was quite funny with Donga. Um, so, like I said, I had a few blunders. Um, which were actually my quotes, but they're really more my blonders. Donga's debacles. Oh my dog! Yeah, good one. Thanks, guys. Um, so we're here all week. <laughs> Donga. One of the first one was when he said the slogan means we guard your lick. Well, no, we guard <laughs> what, what you, you lick. lick yeah. <laughs> um, and the other one was going to grab a muff with some bloobs <laughs> when he went to go get the muffins. I was like, oh, that's awful. Oh. So they're boiled blunders, but they're actually Donga. What did you just say? <laughs> Donga's debacles. Donga's debacles. Um, do you have any quotes from this episode? Um, I do. I do. <clears throat> I, don't, I was struggling to find them, to be honest, but that's all right. Um, Jake goes, Boyle, why don't you show uh, Donga what a fax machine is? Okay, imagine a letter had unprotected sex with a phone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> and then Rosa goes, what the hell? Donga just called and said you abandoned him, took information from a classified computer and licked a roll of antique stamps. Charles goes, the stamps are on me. (laughs) I was curious about how old glue tasted. (laughs) Answer, like a horse lollipop. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So it was mainly those two. So my one was at the very, very start when Jake is late to Rose's um, debrief and they're about to leave and he's like, I'm going to push you up just like a bra. (laughs) (laughs) all right so yeah you have you got anything else for episode eight sorry sorry for this squeaky (coughs) table guys i'm gonna learn to sit more comfortably i do apologize for the creaks creaks. uh no that was it no you're good yeah all right let's move on to episode nine so this one is called the road trip so 
the uh, Scully and Hitchcock synopsis. <laughs> Jake and Amy have a case early in the morning, so they stay at a hotel overnight. Jake invites Sophia and Amy's boyfriend. I love they wrote boyfriend, not Teddy. <laughs> anyway, not knowing that Amy is planning on breaking up with him. Oh, poor Teddy. Poor Teddy. teddy Actually, I, I felt sorry for Teddy. I know. I this, really did. This is a massive episode. That's it the thing. It is a big episode. <clears throat> so, like, we're already hitting the hour mark. But, uh, guys, buckle in. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, these this episode might take us a bit to get through, but the next two I found short stories and we'll get through them yeah. nice quickly. Yeah. Because it's more about interactions in the other ones. Agreed. Whereas this is more about the actual storyline. Actual story. Actual story. <laughs> All right. So the opener is uh, Charles address- Charles and Jake are dressed up in oh, Charles yes. in Holt's office yep. um, as dockers mm-hmm. um, because they're about to go try and catch a perp at the docks. Yes. Um, but what happens is a smuggler actually hands himself in to a yeah. different precinct and Harry... Terry tells. Terry? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's another Kate. Oh, gosh. <laughs> sorry, go. Been getting at it for a while. I just got. <laughs> um, two for the books tonight. <laughs> um, anyway, Terry comes in and says, you know, sorry, guys, I've handed him himself yeah. in. And um, they're first like, oh. That was so devastating, yay. weren't they? Like, oh. But they're like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess we better go get changed then. And Holt can tell that they're like devastated, desperate to keep wearing this. He's like, "All right, you got ten minutes." Yeah. <laughs> and so they head off down to um the Just coffee, the coffee, cart, yeah, coffee cart downstairs yeah. because Charles has put on like this Irish, Irish accent, accent, Tink Tucker or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jake's not happy, but anyway, they go and order a coffee and Jake's like, I'll have, you know, like super black, yeah, no like milk. Yeah, rough kind of coffee. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, Charles goes, I'll have a tea, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then, nope. It's like, you just ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just cuts. Yeah, done. But, oh, oh, God. So good. They always love their undercover like little yeah act- because they full told Holt I'm this I'm that yeah they're full on backstories yeah. classic Jake move <laughs> um, but <clears throat> there's three plots in this yeah. episode two mm-hmm. um, so we've got the first one being Rosa is sick oh, um, she played that so well I know and the makeup Real was good. done really well too like yeah nice and pale, pale as yeah. it's like they used my makeup for her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Rosa walks into um the briefing room where Terry and Gina are mm-hmm. and <clears throat> asks for more evidence because she's trying to get the perp that she's got. Um, In holding. Yeah, to he? give up yeah. the giggle pig supplier. So yeah. she's like really needing a bit more evidence. Is to this really the drill. same guy that they literally just brought in from the previous episode, do you reckon? Must be then. It must be because that was her only lead. Yeah, it would make sense. Sure. Anyway, she's somehow, unless there's a different one. <laughs> um, but Terry and Gina are like, go home, you're too sick. You know, we'll take care of it. I can interrogate him. Don't worry. Go, mm-hmm. go, go. And she's like, nah, um, Diaz's don't get sick. That's right. And she's like, I'm not going to go home because of the task force. She's like, I'm yeah. not going home till it's done. Yeah. Anyway, Terry goes, well, uh, I wanted to buy some uh, something from the Chinese shop anyway, so I'm going to go buy you some soup. Soup. Yeah. That's right. The deli. Yes, yeah. the deli. <clears throat> and then Terry's um, comes back later mm-hmm. on. And Rose is at the fridge, I'm pretty sure, and he goes, um, I've had some complaints about police brutality, you know, what's going on? And she's like, 
police brutality, whatever. I only coughed on him a couple of times. Yes. <laughs> Just like trying to blow it off. And here's Gina in the background with like two <clears throat> pencils doing a cross. <laughs> anyway, so she's like, I don't want your help. I'm not sick. Um, and then like she's just chugging this cough, cough syrup. Medicine. That's yeah. right, because she yells out to Gina, where's the cough medicine? Um, I don't want to point out the obvious, but yeah. if you're not sick, why do you need cough medicine? She's like, I'm, I'm, you know, the cold symptoms that are coming onto my healthy body. Yeah. I'm just preventing them. <laughs> um, but then Terry suggests that um, him and Gina should create a plan behind her back. Yep. Um, and so she's obviously going back to try and interrogate the guy. Um and then all of a sudden it cuts to um, the next scene and Rose has hopped up on this cough syrup. Rose <laughs> like, yeah, that. so it's a non-drowsy kind. Yeah, so and she's on this wheelie chair just bouncing off yeah. on the desk. And like, Answering the phone. <laughs> There's no Michael here. <laughs> Hangs up the phone and he's like, I'm Michael. She's I'm like, Michael. What a dumb name, you know, but like, you know, you own that name. He's like, Nodoy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got written here, she's loopy, ha-ha. <laughs> and I'm Michael in quotation marks. Oh, that's so good. Oh, she did that so good. It was like full on. I was like, she's oh, everywhere. Yeah. And like, it was a continuous thing too. It wasn't everything. just one thing she did. Nah. It was like, bang, 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 yeah. bang. Anyway, so um, <laughs> Terry goes, just keep her away, you know, from the interrogation. Yeah, she's I'll like, so her. lock, lock her, her up. He's like. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Anyway, ends up Gina locks her in the storage yeah, room. But the way she summons her, hey, Rosa, come with the dish. She's <laughs> like, a, okay. Like, i got a secret to tell yeah. you. And then she's like, oh, tell me a secret, but i got to go back. Like, she's yeah. like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Anyway, pushes her into the storage cupboard. And then it comes back to Terry and Gina, you know, walking towards the storage closet saying, you know, I put her in five minutes of yelling, <laughs> 10 hours later. Like, she's been asleep for 10 hours. <laughs> and she's like talking in her sleep. I'm gonna rip your head. Yeah. I'm gonna rip your damn head off, Grandma. And like Jaina's like, just what like, the hell? Out. <laughs> anyway, oh God, they're standing outside oh, the door, favorite. and Terry's like, "What the hell, Jane? Why did you do this?" And then all of a sudden, smash! Jaina's <laughs> <laughs> reaction, I can still see it. She- I don't know if that was legit. Like, if Rose was supposed to just like kick open the door Maybe. or like I don't know but, but like the reaction Chelsea's was, reaction oh, was on point on. Yeah. Oh, even <laughs> Terry's well like both of them were like what the hell she like shriveled up against the wall like <laughs> scared as so funny um, and then she comes out and says you know I'm gonna come after you after I've gone after the perp and then Terry's like it's done. Got him. Yeah. I've interrogated him. It's done. We've got the giggle supplier. Got his you name, know. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all done and dusted and tells Rosa to go home um, and that everyone does need some help sometimes. Yeah. It's like a little Terry speech, yeah, a classic Terry yeah. one. And then Gina comes out saying, um, you know, Terry told me. Gave me $20. Yeah, gave me $20 to lock you up. But I took that money yeah. and made your little Rosa's going to make this cold her bitch care package. Yeah. And yeah, eventually she's like, Terry's like, what do you say? She's yeah. Like, Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and then and she a goes Terry, like, a Terry sees his smile. Yeah. And she's, Oh, that's right. And he's like, are you smiling? She's like, my immune system is too weak to fight off smile muscles. <laughs> But oh. that was the end of that. And then obviously she goes home and fights off her cold. Yes. Oh, that was my favourite, <laughs> one of my favourite storylines in this The glass smash was the best bit. Best. Um, but then the other side plot that we've got is um, Holt and Boyle mm. having a little food connection. Yes. Also Boyle thought. Yeah. <laughs> so Holt comes in um, and asks Boyle for help in the food-related matter. And, of course, he gets excited because he's like, you know, Holt is finally interested in something that, like, we're both, 
you know, have something that we really like together apart from just the bank. bank. And it cuts to a scene (gasps) of Boyle going up behind Holt at the ATM machine going, guess who? And his eyes. Holt turns around, gun in his face. Hands up, NYPD. Ah! <laughs> like, why would you do that? Why would you do that to anyone, let alone a, a, another policeman? Like, yeah. dumb dumb. At the ATM. At the, yeah. Like, like so I'm going to rob you right now. Anyway, it goes in, boil. boils in with the office with Holt and he goes, yeah, I've got zero interest in food. Yeah. <laughs> and Boyle's face was so he disheartened. Was devastated. He was like, oh. And, one of the things I love, it's one of my quotes, actually, oh, yeah. so I'll just rip it off now. now. Um, he goes, <laughs> um, oh, no, wrong spot. Yeah. Oh, God. Jake's jabber. Here we go. Road trip. <laughs> um, he goes, I have zero interest in food. If it were feasible, my diet would consist entirely of f- flavorless beige smoothies containing yep. all the nutrients required by the human animal. Yeah. <laughs> Was that one of yours too? I had it written here. He has zero interest in food, wants a beige smoothie with all the in nutrients. Like yeah. that's what I just wrote down. He write the whole quote. It would yes. be very convenient though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye. Could you imagine? <laughs> but um, Charles loses hope of connection, so what he does is try and relates it back to the bank, but then he goes, oh, so... I switch banks, yeah. yeah. I switch banks. Oh, mate. Boyle's just gone. Devastated. Like, kicked while I was down. Yeah. Anyway, so <clears throat> comes back to that Holt wants to cook for Kevin because it's their anniversary yeah. tomorrow. So he wants to make a special breakfast yeah. and ask Boyle to orient him with that process. So sweet. Um, so then... It cuts then to boil with um, a bit of cheese on a s- little skewer. Toothpick. Yeah, toothpick. Thank you. The mini skewer. The mini skewer. Same thing. <laughs> um, and goes, get me to describe the food you're tasting. And he's like, mm, cheese. <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> like, oh. He's trying so yeah, hard. Like, really you like- love peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Why do you, <laughs> why do you like peanut butter jelly sandwiches? I've written it down. It oh, goes, yeah. um, gets him to explain why he likes a peanut butter sandwich and like the emotional connection. Like, for instance, Charles loves roast chicken and potatoes because it's his the mom only dish it. his mum knew yep. how to cook and it reminds him of his of her womb. Of her womb. Oh, I should have put that as a blunder because that was pretty gross. <laughs> it was. But um, apparently uh, he likes the PB&Js because their components have a long shelf life. That's right. They're cost effective. <laughs> They're so simple a child could, could make, make them. them. <laughs> and then he goes, but the emotional connection. Holt wants a sandwich. He makes That's a sandwich. sandwich. He eats the sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boyle's boy. just like, I'm just oh. not getting anywhere with this guy. It's not working. Anyway, so it's now moved that they're in the evidence locker because Boyle's trying to teach him how to cook eggs. The most simple Why thing. Why are they not in the break room? What They always do dumb stuff in the evidence locker. Yes, like maybe I they were trying to hide from Scully and Hitchcock. Maybe. Although they come in later on anyways. I but know. like I'm thinking ventilation. And they're little, little hot pots, like little pans yeah, that they're like using. Camping still, and stuff. Yeah, little camp ones. But still use the break room. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah, it, it's always evidence unless, locker. It makes no sense. Unless it was Holt trying to hide that he has an interest in, trying in to something. Cook. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Doesn't want everyone to know. I don't know. That but anyway, is not, carry on. You know, the good dad at everything. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, so he's trying to teach you how to make scrambled eggs and, you know, Holt is being difficult as not listening to Boyle's instruction, but they're pretty intense instructions. Like, well, he has not just going... straightforward. Yeah, but he's not going slowly place egg. Like, he's like, what are you? You don't salt like that. Yeah. Salt goes in the head. Like, he's getting really aggressive. Well, I think he got aggressive because his steps were pretty straightforward. Like, although he didn't mention keep your heat on low, he just said, now whisk your eggs and slowly pour them into the pan. He just, like, pours it in, almost comes out. (laughs) 
And then he's like, oh, you got to turn it down. And then Holt's like, yeah, but, you know, if it's higher, it cooks quicker, blah, blah, blah. So Logic, he's like, but, yeah, you know. I get it. But uh, no, not for scrambled it eggs. It. And then I think what Holt did was he jumped the gun with a step. So he didn't um, – Boyle didn't have a chance to say, now grab the salt and put it in yeah. your hand, whatever. And because he's just done it. He was it, already Boyle's, getting annoyed at Boyle. Yeah, he's that. just like lost his shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Holt is like, yeah, losing it. Yeah. And he ends up just walking out and going, he's just going to make plain toast for breakfast. That's right. <laughs> and That's Boyle's right. like, no. Yes. Like, oh, heartbroken. Yep. Anyway, Scully, Scully comes walking in um, due to the burning smell. He's That's like, right. Oh, is uh, Hitchcock cooking like corn or something on the radiator? Oh, that's right. So no corn like, on the cob. No, it's just he says it's the burning wreckage of his relationship with Holt. <laughs> my oh poor guy. Yes. Anyway, it comes back the next morning and um, Holt <laughs> goes up to Ball and goes, "I was on your food blog to scoff at you, but then actually learnt that food tells a story." Um, so he um, gives him this little package and he goes, oh, "I've Ooh, cooked this <laughs> for Kevin. This is what I made him." What's it um, called, Kate? It's called a croque-monsieur. Uh, say it again. <laughs> croque-monsieur. <laughs> Anyways. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very French, guys, French. obviously. Can't you tell from my perfect accent? A full disclosure, I have to – sorry, Kate, I have to dog you in. <laughs> she had a YouTube clip right before we started filming of the pronunciation of that, and she kept going back, and I was like, what are you listening to? And then she's like, the pronunciation of – I'm not even going to try and say it. And I was like, croque-monsieur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she, she practised it so many times. Times to That's get it why right. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Croque-monsieur. Croque-monsieur. <laughs> um, anyway, so she, he made that and then tells a story that um, him and Kevin shared one on a rainy afternoon yeah. in Paris on their first anniversary. Yeah. Um, and so Holt thanks him for his guidance. Anyway, and so he walks away and Boyle opens up the package and it's like, oh, it's still warm. And yeah. he tries it and he goes, oh. Mm. Oh, yeah, what is it? Ugh. Yeah, someone, like you'd think you didn't like it. Yeah, and Hitchcock goes, yeah. It's no good, See, yeah? it's gross. He goes, no, he's a natural. Yeah, and then you just turn over to, to, to Holt and he's just like See. plotting along with his work. Yeah. Like, it means nothing. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I've um, actually written down what a croque-monsieur is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what is in that sandwich? <laughs> so Caitlin goes, oh, it's just a toasty sandwich, isn't it? It's a toasty. Yeah, I actually wrote and he made it. I actually wrote, next morning, Holt made Kevin a toasty type thing. Boyle loved it. <laughs> toasty my note. type thing. Was I, didn't, I couldn't hear what he said. Yeah, so a croque-monsieur. <laughs> it's a hot ham and cheese sandwich done the French way. So bechamel sauce. <gasps> Stop Ham, it. cheese, and a smear of Dijon mustard Ooh. grilled until it's oozing. Oh my god! This sandwich is the king of grilled <gasps> cheeses. I love a bechamel sauce. Too. I know, me too. Like whenever I make lasagna, it's got to have it. Bechamel sauce. Yeah. See, I can't. I'm not allowed to make it with the bechamel my, sauce. Why? Because the Italians don't use it. The southern what Italians. What's wrong with them? Do you like Calabria. make some on the side and pour it on your no, own when you? No oh, problem making girl. it. Well, I can't eat normal lasagna now that I'm I'm celiac, guys. No. Surprise, surprise. Sucks to be you. Oh, yeah, so any celiacs <laughs> out there, I feel your pain. I mean, you could just have, like, gluten-free pasta. I'm yeah, sure it's not the same. Oh, my God. Sure, what is happening the... to my – something just happened to my iPad. Keep going. Anyway, <laughs> we'll head on into the main plot, which is the road trip with Jake and Amy. Yes. Um, so, obviously, the start of the episode, Holt's checking everything set for the transfer because um, they're transferring a perp from one precinct to another, but they've got to pick him up at 6.30. Yeah. 
Like super early in the morning. Yeah, so they're like, all right, we've decided to stay overnight in a B&B. Yeah. Um, and then Holt gives Amy a very nice script. B&B, might I add. Um, well, except for the creepy room. But yeah. like when you look at the restaurant and like the oh, decor yeah. and stuff, it actually looks quite like pretty. homely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I said he said nice. it was very romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Holt gives him this, um, gives Amy like a little transfer script and, she's, and he's like, oh, yeah. Be careful. She's like, you know, don't get any Jake on it. And yeah. he's like, yeah. He's like, don't worry, I've already bagged it. Yeah. He's like, good choice. Yeah. All I bought was blue drinks. All I brought with, yeah, was blue drinks. Or like Gatorades or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, I love of course. Um, anyway, Jake informs Amy that he's invited Sophia because they want to try and make a little, you know, romantic. Yeah. Um, and then Amy's like, oh, you know, Teddy's never done anything spontaneous like that for me. You know, and she was a bit, you know, depressed about it. And yeah. she goes, oh, except rose-infused pill, rose infused Pilsner, That's which apparently, right. like, it's actually really simple to make. Apparently, I read up a whole handout, guys. Oh. Pilsners are really simple to make, but it takes two weeks to ferment. So oh, wow. um, that's what's time consuming. It's a long time. But it's difficult because of how simple it is because you've got to get the balance really like oh, precise. Okay. Yeah, right. So that's where the difficulty lies, especially when you're infusing. You're grateful, Amy. I know. Plenty hell. It's infusing rose. It took him two weeks to give you that gift. Get it together. <laughs> anyway, so Amy walks off to the car and then Jake secretly calls Teddy and that's where it cuts. That's Cupid's right. Cupid's calling. Cupid's calling. Actually, calling. no, just say it's Jake from 99. <laughs> um, anyway, so they arrive at the B&B where Sophia's already waiting at the bar. Yep. Um, and then she tells Jake that she got the room with a thousand dollars. So we don't know what it's going to look like, but a thousand dollars is a lot of freaking that dolls. a lot of dolls. And, oh, I'm sorry, even just two dolls. One doll. On the bed in a B and B is yeah, it's is, a bit creepy. It's very creepy, especially if they're porcelain, which we find out. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so she's like, "I'm gonna have a bath." Explains the rest of the night, and it takes like sexy time, <laughs> like getting really excited. And she's like, "No, <laughs> uh, dessert." Yeah, <laughs> right. Code names. <laughs> anyway, Jake goes to leave with her, but turns back to tell Amy, "Look, be back in the lobby in half an hour. I've got a surprise yes. for you." Amy's like. No, 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 no. What's your surprise? No, no, no. You yeah. do tell surprises. Just tell me, yeah. you know, what is it like? Lay yeah. it on me. I'm preparing for the worst. And he goes, well, you know, as you were like telling me that Teddy's at spontaneous and Amy's not thrilled where it's leading. Uh. And he's like, well, <clears throat> uh, I've invited him. And she's like, no. Um, and he's like, doesn't want to see her. She doesn't want to see him. And um, she, she <laughs> reveals that he's a, she wants to break up with him. Yeah. And it ends on Jake going, Oh, oh no. no! I know I have the ring <laughs> like no. for thirty for seconds straight. You can hold yeah. his breath really well. He can. Well, he is a singer, so. And then it cuts to like the bus. Obviously, Jake didn't go upstairs with Sophia, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> there's Maple Teenies being poor. Where it's like yeah, basically gross. Stroke. Oh, guys, <sighs> straight. You just have a stroke, <laughs> my dear <gasps> straight, straight, Ma- maple, maple syrup. syrup. Oh, I don't know what else is in Even there. Even Jake was like, "Oh, it really is just Ooh. maple." It was getting excited though because he loves fully sugared stuff. Yeah, but that's gross. That was pretty insane. Um, anyway, he's like, Amy goes, "You poured blue soda all over my life." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then Jake starts to like kind of ask her, you know, what's going, what's on? going on? Like, yeah, you guys seem we're in great spot. You got um, a combined library card. And she's like, don't remind me. It's going to yeah. take me a month to untangle that web. <laughs> um, but then she goes to tell Jake that there's like basically no spark anymore. They've got different interests because all he does is talk, talk or make pills. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> and then Jake goes, well, I'll call Teddy to, like, send him home. She's like, no, 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 because then he'll, like, figure out something's wrong because he's a good detective. He's a really good detective, yeah. She's like, I had an airtight plan, Jake. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to break up with him. The reservation was at a well-lit Korean restaurant in Midtown. And she's like, it's the least romantic place I could think of. You know, and I, had, and I was going to prepare like, a speech. Scully's bathroom. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, she was, like, going to prepare a speech and everything. So yeah. Jake's like, And she's only, okay. like, a quarter of the way through or yeah. Down the borders or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, that's right. What I'll do is we'll run an interference plan. Yeah, me and um, Sophia got your back. But then while he's like talking to her, he gets a message and it's oh, a yeah. nude of Sophia. And he's like, wow, she does not care about the cloud. The cloud yeah. <laughs> and he goes up to see Sophia and he's like, I'll be back in a sec. Yeah. Obviously, you know, wants to get down and nerdy. Um, but he gets up and he oh walks God. in. All I have here in capital letters is so many dolls with a with an exclamation point. Oh my god! I think that yeah, well, it's a thousand, a thousand dolls. Anyway, the bed is covered, covered in them. Like it must Where be would you king's sleep. Oh, well, you just throw well, them on. When the... she goes to lay on it, he's like, no, <laughs> no, no, go, no go. Um, but then, like you know, Sophia's trying to get things going, trying to make out with him and that, and he's like, oh, well, this is great and all, but you know, it'd be better hanging out with Jake and a- um, <laughs> Teddy and Amy. Teddy Wrong and name. Amy. Um, and then yeah. he goes to explain that he's promised to help because he's, you know, effed it up. And she's like, oh, you really do. Yeah. Things really blow up in your face, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. Um, anyway, so she's she... very she, understanding. Yeah, she is extremely understanding. Like, because he just seems like a supportive friend at the moment. Yeah. And she's like, all right, yep, I'll help you out. And he's like, well, we've got half an hour or 20 minutes. Uh, and she's like, want to make out? And he's like, yeah. And so, like, she lays down on the bed with the dolls. Oh. And he's like, yeah, no. Nah. And he's like... Closet? closet? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He opens the door and he just like screams because <laughs> like 20 million puppets oh. hanging out. And they look scary. They're not like normal pan puppets. Like they're antique kind of puppets. They're like you're the string puppets. Ooh, they're porcelain, weird. Weird looking things. Oh, yeah. Blech. Would not like to be in that room. How haunting. No. Why would any sane person well i wonder for the haunting and factor request that room yeah like even if it was just a hundred pup um dolls but a thousand oh no yeah oh, can't that's fine cool anyway so jake and sophia come walking downstairs and find amy aggressively playing table tennis yes <laughs> um and she's like why even bother playing <laughs> um but basically she goes you know, Teddy's already here. He's up showering. And Jake's like, how'd it go? You know? And um, she's like, well, you know, he was excited for this romantic weekend away. Yeah. And she's like, I just said, LOL. Yeah. And they're like, oh, damn, you know, this oh, is going to be bad. Gonna be so bad. So then they're like talking her through the plan and saying that, you know, they'll run interference and say safe word Jericho. Jericho. And <laughs> Sophia will pull out all stops. And then all basically that she has to do is come up that she's like sick. Yeah. And then um, she'll make ju- it from there. From the elevator to, to the, the bedroom. And then she's good because they have to be up early to pick up the perp anyway. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jake's like, can you do that? She's like, yeah, you know okay. What? Even if they just be cool between there and the room, but aren't they sharing a room? So what about when they yeah, go but, inside? Was she going like, to pretend to be sick and go to bed? Yeah, go okay. straight to bed. Right, I was like, say, no, still, no mucking about, you Teddy know, nothing. Teddy would be still like, oh, yeah, right, babe. Yeah, I know, yeah. exactly. I'm like, yeah, piss off, piss off. <laughs> um, but then Teddy comes down the stairs and Amy just automatically starts acting retarded. She goes, Teddy, Teddy in the house. <laughs> and they're like, oh, hell no. This is going to be, be bad. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> um, but then it cuts to their dinner scene. They're all like trying to just talk, and then yeah. um, like 
um, Teddy and Amy are like trying to, you know, get all kind of physical and Amy's trying to avoid it. And then Jake throws his menu at him and goes, oh, dude, choose, you know, choose a drink. And he's like, I already know what I'm going to choose. I got thrills for For the the pills. pills. (laughs) And they're like, oh, Jake's like, Amy's like, I can't stop myself. Like, this is enough. Like, I'm done. I'm done. And then anyway, Jake's like, Jericho. And then Sophia just slaps slaps him. him. Oh, my God. And she's like, is that all you got? Is that all stops? And she's like, oh, no. Um, And then Amy's like, nah, that's it. I want to break it up. Like, break it up. Break us up. And she's like freaking out and gets all weird with all the reasons. And then she's like trembling and not talking properly. And then she's like, this is why I need need my laptop, you know, so I can write it out. Give me two yeah. hours. And Jake's like, sweet, you know. Go do your thing. Yeah. Yep. We'll sit here and talk. And Sophia's like, no, we no, should really awkward. go. Like, and then um, Teddy's like, no, no, don't go. Like, Jake, like, you guys should stay because Jake's the reason the why. The reason this why, is, yeah. Like, this is happening. And they're like, she's like, what do you mean? What? Yeah, Sophia. Yeah. yeah. And then so Teddy then goes on explaining, you know, you went on undercover mission and you told Amy that you liked her. And then he's like, oh, yeah, but that was many moons ago. And then Teddy's like, well, then you did it when you come back again. And every time you've done it, it confuses Amy. And, you know, she, we get out of sync. And he's like, because I think the real reason is that she has feelings for you too. Yeah. And Jake's like... His face was just he's like so sweet. super cute because he's like so yes. surprised but super wishful. He's like, oh, like, you know. You why? liked me? Yeah, like, why didn't you tell me? Like, we could have had something. But you know what? I'm surprised Amy told Teddy. He, she, no, because he's like, well, she had said that to Jake when he went up and told her again. And he's like, well, I've got to tell Teddy, you know, I'm with Teddy. Yeah, but like. I don't know. I find it strange that she's told him when mm. if she's... Well, she struggles if, to lie, so... Well, that's true. Yeah, I guess so. And he would have been asking her, you know, what's up? Why are you out of sync with me? You know, why, yeah, why is guess. this not working? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. But then, like, Jake looks at Amy and goes, you liked me? Yeah. And she goes, maybe, yes. A little. I was confused. I'm confused. <laughs> and so then, like, it gets really awkward. So then Sophia leaves straight away and then Teddy gets up and leaves. And Jake and Amy are just sitting there staring at each other, you know, for a good couple of seconds. And then they're like, oh, you know, crap, you know, got to get gotta back go. to reality. Yeah. And then Jake ends up knocking on this door, like, <laughs> going, I'm sorry, door. I'm sorry, you know, I want to be with you. I'm sorry about everything. Um, and then it's a random guy. Yeah. And it's Sophia's like, oh, I'm over here. And yeah. Like, Shit. Oh, you know. Yeah. And then he explains that, you know, yes, even though Sophia's admitted, like, you know, the way you looked at her, you know, proves that there's still something. And then Jake's like, nah, you know. I'm here. That was a past. Yeah. You know, I want to be with you. You're who I'm choosing. Yeah. You know, let me prove it to you. Which is big of Jake. Because he very easily could have been like, be with Sophia five minutes. She doesn't mean that much to me. Like, he's got history with Amy. Massive history. And still chose to to be with Sophia. I know. Which means, like, maybe he really is moving on. He's really trying to, like, make it work and get his life in order. In order, yeah. (laughs) And not be a little kid pining. Yeah, exactly. Um, But then she's like, all right, just come inside because that old dude's listening to us. Yeah, creeping on. Yeah. Um, And then he goes into the room and he absolutely (laughs) gets terrified again because there's more puppets laid out on the bed. Yep. 
it's such a weird ass room. Yeah. Um, but then the ending credits is the next morning when Jake and They're Amy are back. driving back with the perp. Yeah. Um, and Amy's like chugging back the, the blue, blue drink, <laughs> one of Jake's drinks. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it's probably for the best because he's like checking up on her. Um, and then Jake says it. Um, that he and Sophia are all good. They've made up. That's and, right. Yeah. Um, that everything is in the past between Jake and Amy, and that she's they're just friends. And like Amy looks she's over like, at oh. Jake, and you know, for a I second, I think she was thinking he was gonna go back to Sophia to be like, "Look, I need to pursue this with Amy, yeah. and see what's gonna come of it." And it didn't happen. No. So mm. like, I think she's like, she's still confused. It seems like, but then still slightly devastated because. He's no longer chasing after her, mm-hmm. like expressing that love. Exactly. Which is, you know, kind of what she wants probably. Um, but then Amy, um, Jake, sorry, is so thrilled that Amy um, is like into, was into him. Yeah. And just constantly making jokes. Like, yes. for instance, um, oh, should I turn left? You used to like me, <laughs> yeah. Lane. Or, or Amy used to like Jake Boulevard. And, and Amy's like not impressed. Yeah. She's like, all right, shut up. Enough. I get it. Yeah. And he goes to say something again. And she's like, oh, crash the car and grabs the wheel. Grabs the and wheel. he's like, ah! <laughs> and then that just Cut. cuts there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that was a good oh. episode. It was. Favourite quotes? Favourite quotes. Well, um, was in the courtroom. Um, oh, sorry. No, that's back at Jake's at uh, your episode. Yes. Hang on, guys. The other Jake and Sophia episode. The, yeah, the other one where she pops up um, is at the start where I've mentioned, I've probably mentioned them a couple of times um, where Holt goes, here are the transfer forms. Please don't. And then Amy goes, get any Jake on there? Yeah. I'll put them in a sealed baggie. Jake's like, good call. All the drinks I'm bringing are blue. And the <laughs> captain goes, naturally. Naturally. It's yeah. the whole naturally. Yeah. It gets me every time. <laughs> and then it was like um, the beige smoothies that yes, I mentioned. Yes, mentioned that one, yeah. Um, and then the smile. Um, Rose are smiling. Yes. So, like, yeah. I've incorporated my quotes. <laughs> you have. They're too good. So my quote was Gina. Mm-hmm. Um, so Terry mentioned that we should we shouldn't go behind Rose's back to make her feel better <laughs> and to do the uh, to get the perp. And then Ro- Ugh, Gina is like, we definitely should go behind her back. That's the opposite side to where the germs are coming from. <laughs> <gasps> oh, so good! Oh Everything of Gina that she says is yeah. always a burn. It's always a burn. It's so and she good. delivers it so good. I oh, know the execution. <laughs> yes, very true. All right, episode ten: The Pontiac yeah. Bandit returns. He's back, guys. Doug Judy, Doug Judy, Rosa. Um, the Pontiac Bandit, aka Doug Judy, is back in custody when, but when Rosa discovers that Judy knows the whereabouts of the Giggle Pig drug leader, Captain Holt offers him, offers the perp. I keep mucking that up. A <laughs> plea deal to help track down the drug kingpin. Meanwhile, Jitter and Boyle are nervous that their parents might be getting too close, and Santiago makes Holt a Christmas gift against his wishes. Ooh. Damn you, Santiago. Good episode. It was a very good episode. Yep. Um, All right. So the opener is um, Jake um, is undercover as Santa and he's trying to actually catch Doug Judy because he's heard that um, there are people passing 
his yeah somehow got word on the street yeah um that Doug Judy goes past there every day and he's like you know I've rehearsed these lines of what I'm gonna say to him I know I know what I'm gonna say and there's all this pressure from Rosa yeah because she's in the background don't hurry up you know we've got to go got to get back to the task force you know this is your last chance you know got to go soon he's coming yeah he's up he comes and he's like, don't mess this up, don't mess this up. And he's talking to himself and he goes, <laughs> Mary Judy, Mr. Doug Judy Christmas. <laughs> and he's like, ah, brother. Yeah. And then he like throws onion rings in his face <laughs> and he chases after him. And Jake's struggling because obviously he's got the Santa, Santa costume outfit. on. Yep. But they end up in this tree yard and yes. he manages to tackle Doug Judy down, but he knocks down a lamppost in the process yes. and sets a whole yard on <laughs> fire. So, like, it's up in flames. Yep. There's kids passing by and then Santa, like, he's, like, dressed up in the Santa costume and this was one of my quotes and I can't not say it. Gotta he yells it. to them, take a good look, kids. This is what happens when you're naughty. <laughs> flames going in the background. <laughs> it looks, looks terrifying. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Santa. Bang, opening credits. Yeah. Oh, so good. Opening credits are so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's three plots with this one. Um, yes. The first one is between uh, Boyle and Gina, uh, which is <laughs> Boyle's um, bought in this Christmas gift and Gina's like, yes. oh, thanks, a Christmas gift for me, um, but I don't want it. Um, yeah, because it's not money. I can't tell that it's money to exchange. I, I don't want to yeah, take exactly. back my gifts or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, no, no, this is what my dad's getting your mum. And she's like, oh, oh no. no, you know, this, this is old people's yeah, birthdays. Like, this isn't great. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's butts touching or something like that. Yeah, so there was some blunder there, but I missed it. And, and she's like, ew, gross. Um, and then he like, boy, gets slapped because... That's know, right. He she slaps him. That they like actually may be getting serious. That's right. Yeah. That comment. Um, but then the only thing Gina's hoping is it's not romantic, and he's like, "That's right." They need to avoid it happening, and Boyle agrees because he doesn't want them honing in on the Boyle boys' mimosa brunches. That's right. And she's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> um, but. What happened is they're, like, trying to open the gift and Boyle's, like, sweating bullets um, and he's open it. But then she's, Gina... And she's patting him down but, yeah. like, hitting his head so hard. <laughs> he's like, you're hitting my face so hard. Um, but then she jumps in with her nails and bang, 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 opens the gift. He's yeah. like, how did you do that? She's like, many years of opening gifts so I can prepare myself with reactions. Um, but it turns out it was only digital scale and they're, like, sick, you know. It's oh, not nothing impressive. It's That's you know, not a good gift. Shit gift, yeah. whatever. I mean, sorry, I would... If Shane came home with the pet pair of scales for me i'd be like what are you trying to say they are if they were the good digital scales where it calculates like your bmi and still like wouldn't take that, it as a compliment i'd be keen for that yeah i'd but i'd want to buy it myself yeah i wouldn't want my partner to have bought me happy that going, happy, yeah. <laughs> but um they end up at dinner a four-way dinner yeah, four-way did. Good one, Lynn. Four-way, as uh, Lynn Boyle says. Another Boyle blunder. Oh, God. Because they're all Boyles. Oh, it's genetics. <laughs> um, but basically, Gina's like, all right, present time. And yeah. they're waiting for her to open the gift and, like, for it to be, like, a shit show. Yeah. And he's, she's like, how dare you... You went way over budget yeah. and then, like, gets really happy about a gift. You know, you spoil me. And they're, like, really excited about it. She's like, this is going to go in the guest bathroom. And then, it's like, revealed, yeah. Gaya gets revealed that they're moving in together and Boyle and Gina are not happy. Gina walks off straight away, grabs a bottle of wine from another table and bang, like, gone. I wonder if Boyle is kind of excited about it but is playing along as being disgusted because of Gina. Uh, his... 
Because like, I think worried about sometimes. someone getting in between their relationship. Yeah, maybe. But then also he's excited for his dad. Like I think, I think so. he's caught in this really weird yeah, he stage. he doesn't know how to feel, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. So he's like gauging off Gina's, yeah. you know, reactions and, yeah. yeah, it's not good. No. But then Gina comes up to Boyle, uh, must be mm. the next day, and goes, yeah. we need to work together at, you know, yeah. making this not happen. She's like, like I've got a plan. And one of my quotes from Boyle was Ooh. like, are you going to poison my dad? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no. Boyle. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Um, but then... The yeah, they ploy together to yeah to ruin it yeah just leave them be, but it you know doesn't work. But we'll get to that yeah. another date. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side one was uh, the Christmas celebration for the precinct. Yes, because um, Holt comes out and <laughs> explains to the precinct that there's a party on the Friday. Yeah, um, and that it's seven. at seven o'clock. And Scully goes uh, AM or PM, and he goes, uh, I'll, let you I'll leave that, that to you. Yeah. He's like, all right. Yeah. Good choice. Um, <laughs> but he's make sure that there's a no gift policy and it's like super strict. Yeah. Um, it cuts later to Amy being in the um, tea room, like making this gift. Yeah. The break room. Um, and Terry's like, what the hell are you doing? You know, he said no gifts. She's like, no, I've got a loophole. All good. Yeah. Um, this is a scrapbook of his cases and accomplishments. Yeah. It's Ray to Z. My time is priceless. Yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> like, it doesn't cost money. So my time is worthless. Yeah. Worthless. Worthless. <laughs> not <Good> priceless. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, but basically, he's like, not, not a good idea. You tried loopholes previously. No go. Like, That's it's right. not going to go yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but then he, she comes back later to Terry going, Terry, Uh-oh. like, you know, I found a mistake, you know, the Brooklyn broiler, you know, one of his major cases, no good, you know, there's a mistake and we're going to have to like, you know, I don't know if to tell yeah, him how do or we not. Tell Holt? Yeah. And he's like, mm, uh, well, it's Holt. I don't think it's a great yeah. idea to he goes, tell him. Yeah. He's like, well, how would you like it if you were given a gift and how do you think you would react <laughs> being told that your case is, you know, no good or whatever it was. And she's like, oh, yeah, she, oh, it's not a, not a good, yeah. good thing for her to be in. Bit of a no. dilemma. Um, but she heads into Holt's office and she goes, knock, knock. <laughs> And she goes, get it? Because it's a Christmas joke. And he's like, yes, because of eggnog. Yeah. And you replaced knock, knock with nog, nog. <laughs> Terry's like, oh, my God. He's, he just doesn't he believe it. that, like, yeah, that he actually likes the joke. Terrible joke. But they're um, as bad as each other, so. But then, like, she brings forward, you know, that there's a problem with one of his cases, the Brooklyn mm. Broiler. It's got a mistake in it and gives him this, you know, massive scrapbook. And he's like, um, I don't want a gift give me the case files and she's yeah, like she's yeah like, oh, well it's kind of in there it's in there and he's like well i'm not going to peruse into the yeah. rest of the gift i'll just go to those pages. pages um anyway holt comes out to jake's desk holt comes out to amy's desk and goes to thank her for the gift and she's like a bit confused because she's, she's like, like you've read it yeah and he's like no no didn't peruse the rest of the pages as i said yeah but you know, thank you for pointing out the mistake. Mm. Um, and he goes on to say that he doesn't like gifts because of brown nosing. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you know. Yeah, and Terry's like, hard. that was hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, just like you, everyone, I feel like you yeah. felt bad for her. 
But um, he respects her for coming and telling her about the mistake and yeah. that's the gift that he likes the most. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, oh, I've got a gift for you. And then he actually requests her to help um, with finding Find who sets who set the other two fires yes. so that it reduces the sentence. Yes, he's so already sent wrong. it off to, um, to say he was in the wrong. And, yeah, yeah, which, you know, I think it's really big for especially a captain to do yeah, something like that. because you could have some out there who could be absolute just jerks like, yeah. and just be like, I'll just leave it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's like, no, no, want to fix not it fair. up. Yeah. Let's do the hard work. And so she's like, oh, more work. And she's like, that's not sarcastic. And they're like, yeah. No one thought that. You know, <laughs> like, it, I don't know what you thought. You'd and then super. her little dance on the way <laughs> back. She's like, Great dance moves. Yeah. But then the ending of kind of where that is the actual party it kind of connects to the end of um the mm-hmm. actual main storyline which is the giggle pig the giggle pig slash dog judy <laughs> yeah the pontiac bandit returning yes. um so at the very start the opener was that jake obviously arrested doug judy yes. and he comes into the precinct and goes here's a seventh wonder of the world yeah. doug judy doug and everyone's just like yeah and yeah. like cheering, cheering him so excited um um, and then Judy's like, yeah, thanks, thanks, like taking it for himself. Yeah. And Jake's hating it, like that he stole his thunder. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, I could never steal your thunder because you're like a white, crispy son to me. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that's weird. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. But whatever. And he's like, how is that possible? Am I adopted? And he's like, no, your mum's really pale. <laughs> like translucent. <I'm> translucent. <laughs> um, but basically he goes, all right, I want to cut a deal because I know you know, some details you guys all want. And they're like, all right, what? And he's like, you know, burglary, burglary. you know, all these other things. And he's like, what about, you know, giggle pig? Drug giggle pig? And, and they're, they're like, like, what do you know? What do you know? Jake's like, no, don't listen. Everyone stop <laughs> shooting your firearms. Yeah, stop shooting the roof. <laughs> um, but basically they head into the interrogation room and Holt and Rosa are like wanting to really get information about Giggle Pig. So just before they head in, Jake's like, mm, are you really sure? Is Giggle Pig worth it? And Holt yeah. goes, uh, you know, well, your job's, your on, the job's on the line. The precinct's on the line. You know, we have to get this. And he's like, ah, you know, fine, whatever. But only cut him a deal if he mentions um, Tito, um, the, yeah. the main, you know, the drug ringleader. Lord. Yeah. Kingpin. As the, drug <laughs> the drug lord. The drug lord. And then as soon as he walks in, he's like, all right, information do you have and he's like Tito and he's like damn it <laughs> um, so basically he's you know planning that he can help organise yeah. a meet up with Tito and in order for that to happen he can get a reduced sentence um, to like five years or something like that Yeah. and so he's like alright well considering I'm going to jail I want to be put up in a nice hotel yeah. give me five stars with all the glitz and glam they're like nah three and he's like alright four yeah. so they meet him in the middle give him a four star hotel to stay overnight but of course Rosa has to go and, and another stipulation is that he Rosa has to call him Big Sugar Big Sugar and Jake's like no way she won't say that and she goes, all right, what else do you want then, Big Sugar? Ah, and Jake's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, he jumps straight onto the case. He's like, no, nah, I'm not letting Judy get away from me again. That's right, because he wanted to go alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, he's no like, way is that happening. happening in hell. You know, if you're doing anything, I'm there right with you, the right next way. to you. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, you know, made this deal with Holt and then, 
Judy turns to Jake and goes, I understand why you have, you know, daddy issues and that with Holt. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't have daddy issues. No, I'm not, like, I'm the one with, you know, without, have a, dad. without a dad. Have the daddy issues. <laughs> oh, so good. But then um, Judy ends up singing his Rosa song as well. Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. Rosa. I don't can- remember your surname. <laughs> oh, so cute. And then two seconds later, refers her to as Diaz. I know. It's <laughs> a bit, bit of a brain fart for him, poor yeah. kid. Um, sorry, it doesn't go with the song. Um, yeah. <laughs> but basically, they've rocked up to the hotel room now um, and... Judy is impressed with the oh, room. Oh, yeah, loves it. Loving it. But um, he goes to go in the bathroom and then um, what happens is Jake has to go in there first to make sure, you know, obviously he can't use anything as a weapon and brings out a hairdryer. But before he does that, Judy right. goes up to Rose and goes, let's make out. And she goes, yeah. not yet. And he's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> shivers down my spine. <laughs> and then he turns to Jake and goes, why have you got a hairdryer? And he's yeah. like, well, you could burn my eyes and then escape and, like, Comes up Shove the hairdryer in my mouth so I can't scream anymore. Yeah, like this away. elaborate plan. And I'm thinking like, to myself, but Rose is there. I know. Like, it's not just one person. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's got like this elaborate ass plan. Yep. And then he's like, uh, I was just going to dry my, my undercarriage with it. <laughs> my but, undercarriage. Um, in the he, face of like, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> but you've used that on your hair. So I'm sure people have done that though. Well, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then as he's in the toilet, Jake puts a Jeep, little GPS tracker in his boot so that, like, if anything happens, he can trace him. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, they end up ordering things off the menu because he's been coaxed in by Judy and they order lobster thermidor with extra thermidor on the side. Yeah. I don't Uh, know what that is, but I was ordering it anyway. But then um, they start to relax a bit and they get friendly again wearing their robes and then the food gets delivered. Yeah. Now, I have to just let you know that lobster thermidor. Yeah. Hold hand out, guys. Oh, is yes. cooked lobster meat in a rich wine sauce stuffed in a lobster shell and then it's browned. Ah, okay. Yes. So it's like pre-cooked and then I guess the shell is like the dish. It's a bit yeah, weird. I guess so. Um, but then like Very. Jake's like going through like the That's food. right. He was looking under it and everything. He wasn't trying yeah. to see if they were, what are you doing with my food, man? He's like, don't touch it. Yeah. He's like, well, the lemon juice could be a weapon. Yeah. You could like burn my eyes. Sting my eyes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Rose, so well, like, he's so paranoid, isn't he? Yeah, I know. Well, he yeah. just does not want him to get away. Yeah, I guess so. But then Rose is like, all right, that's enough, you know, message Tito. Text him. And then so like they decide to do did, a meetup. Did we mention their robes? Yeah. Oh, we did? They're wearing their matching robes. Their matching yeah. robes, They jump yeah. on the bed together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so cute. Um, besties. But um, the meetup is about to happen and Jake's gone, jumped on this undercover, you know, person yeah. that he's becoming, persona, yeah. Dante Thunderstone. <laughs> and then um, uh, Judy goes, Rosa, you can be my uh, wife. Rosa. Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good thinking there, Judy. Yeah. Um, but then basically the meetup happens and Tito comes out and, you know, introduces Dante Thunderstone yep. and Selena, which is Rosa, yes, as his bodyguard, his bodyguard and lover. And she goes, I'm also I'm pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> Just to add to the storyline. Yeah. Um, and then... Jake has to end up proving that he can carjack the car. So originally yes. Judy was supposed to do it to prove how fast he was, but then Jake's like, I'm not letting you drive away in a yep. car. Yep. And so then he's kind of forced on the tools, but then Judy has to instruct him with his, you know, dope dance, moves. dance moves yep. on how to unlock this car and then get it started with like shoving that screwdriver in and get it going. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But then after that, you know, it's all successful. Tito is happy and he's like, all right, cool. Let's move on to the next stage. And yeah. he takes them down to, you know, their warehouse. The warehouse, factory, yeah. 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 Um, the production. And, yes. And, like, Jake knows what they're making. Yeah. When as soon as you walk in, you can tell it's Giggle Pig. He's the kingpin. Yeah. Um, but he walks down the stairs and he goes, oh, you know, what are you making here? And he, like, just does not give any information. Like, don't you worry about that. And this is where Jake says the first time. We're introduced to cool, 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 cool. Um, because obviously it's a bit awkward for him. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, they walk past all the giggle pig making and then they go to make a deal about the carjacking proposition and Jake's like, all right, cool, let's talk deets. And just as he says that, the garbage truck bursts into the factory and, like, knocks them all to the ground. Um, And then he's, like, so confused. He's like, is that the MIPD? Is that us? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 it's not us. And so... As she said that she's called in the raid as well. Yeah. So there's so much going on. So much on. going on. There's people going everywhere. Oh, like ants, like scattered ants. Yeah, they're yeah. just like all attacking one another. Yeah. Anyway, Rosa gets knocked down or she takes someone she down. She got tackled big time. Oh, that's what she got tackled, she yeah. She got tackled, yeah. Um, and then... Jake sees Judy jumping on the garbage truck to, you know, drive off yeah. and he throws the boot Here's your away. GPS tracker, Peralta. Oh. And then Jake somehow manages to catch him and yeah. goes to grab Judy and then he goes, mate, you, you make Tito's running away. And he's like, shit, you know, yeah. who do I go for? What do I do? But, you know. He makes the right decision. He does. And he goes after Tito because he promised that, you know, knows that's better no for Rosa. Yep. Well, um, and the whole task, sorry, and the whole precinct though. Exactly. Everything yeah. relies on this giggle pick task force. Yeah. Um, and then he eventually catches Tito, knocks him to the ground and then starts to, you know, yeah. say his rights and gets it so messed up and yeah. like it's Have this, you got it? I do because this is, that's the end of the episode. So I'll, I'll do my quote because yeah. that's, uh, you know, how it ends. Um, but basically he pulls um, – puts Tito down on the ground and goes, um, you have the right to remain Doug Judy. Anything you Doug or Judy can be used against you in a Doug of Judy. Sorry, I'm preoccupied by someone who will remain nameless. I'll start over. <laughs> and then it cuts. Yeah. Um, and then we're back at the pub. At the yes, yes, that's right. Thank you. That's all right. Yeah, so the, that's when I'm holding the like, celebration. Well done, Rosa, yeah, blah, congratulates blah. Um, yep. Rosa for all the hard work she's done. Um, and, you know, um, he basically bring down Giggle Pig completely. Like, yeah. The whole task yeah, force done. is done. Yeah. Ticked off yeah. officially over and done with. And then Jake's kind of sitting by the bar and Rosa comes up and goes, you know. I'm sorry about Doug. Yeah, sorry, you yeah. know. We'll get him. We'll definitely get we'll him get next him, time. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, but, you know, whatever. And she's like, you know, we'll find him. He's like, well, no. And he opens up this laptop and there's like a, a video from him from yeah. Paradise. And, yeah. You know, the reason why he got away was because of like the bellboy who was also the truck driver is yes. one of his, you know, um, you, well over, you overtipped. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I wonder how much they overtipped. I don't know. They, mm, you know. Probably significantly. Yeah. They love the tips over there. Well, that's true. Um, but basically, yeah, you know. He, Rosa wanted to thank Jake for sacrificing, um, arresting him and for helping the task force. And then at the very end, she's like so excited 
and like she's like smiling. smiling. She's like all super high pitched. How do people do this? <laughs> and then yes. she's like, it weirds Jake out. Like his face is like, what it's the hell? Like, huh? I've never seen this before. And like, yeah, she's just so thankful and excited that yeah. this happened. So it's super true. cute. Yeah. Uh, what was your favourite quotes? Oh, I had um, – so I already said the boil one, are you going to poison my dad? Um, but my favourite one was between Judy and Jake when they're in the car <laughs> and he's like, now the next part is like French kissing. Mm-hmm. Jake, got it. Jam it in there and move it around wildly. And then Judy's like, do you really think women like that? (laughs) Um, And then at the very end when Judy does his uh, video, when he just – it just reminds me of that girl on that video, but he's like, Merry Christmas, like the way he says it at the very end. I just love it. Because it reminds me of that girl when she's like, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And the other cuckoo, 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 because it's the first time we hear it. Yay. Yeah. Did you have any besides the ones you already mentioned? I've already kind of – Already said yours? Yeah, the Ooh. Santa one. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> oh, God. all right. Let's move on to episode eleven. Woo. The stakeout. So Jake and Boyle go on a stakeout. Rosa shows interest in Holt's nephew, and Terry writes a book. Sorry, writes a book for his daughters. Oh, it's Terry. <laughs> All right. So the opener for this one, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so good. It's the metal service. So many Holt cold opens. I so know. good. They're really utilising him now, which is good. They are. Um, so this medal is for the task force. So Jacob, Rosa and Holt all Holt. getting the medal for yep. doing the task force. And Holt is just so beyond happy. Like, unbelievably. It's like a big- F you, once we got it. You doubted us. You didn't think we'd be able to do it. Because remember a little yes. while ago when she's like, you've just set yourself up to fail. And she's like, okay, you won. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, like, obviously he knows Wanch is not going to be excited. Nope. And he's, like, talking to Jake and Rosa about what he'll say. And he's like. It's the best thing ever. He's like, I've got this line, you know, Wanch time is over. And he doesn't get a response. And he's like, get it? Because lunchtime is over. And they're like. No, no, no. You know, we get it. But, you know, what about turning on the cheek? You know, that shows Take that you're a bigger road. man. He's like, oh, well. I spent all night on yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> he spent all night coming up with that quote. No, <laughs> poor guy. Um, but then he's like, all right, yeah, I guess I could do that. And so when the medal's getting put on mm-hmm. him, watch comes up, you know, acting all civil. Yeah. You know, she's she like. She admits w- defeat. Yeah, and she's like expecting him to, you know. Give him give her what or for. Mm. And she's like really shocked that he hasn't said anything. And goes, Jake's very proud. Yes, you can see Jake in the background, like, oh, you know, he's succeeding, he's doing well. She goes to walk away, and then all of a sudden he yells, <laughs> What time is over? Boom! Did it! Ha ha! Had it both ways. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> and his just smile is massive. He's so happy. This is I the most it. emotion you've ever seen from him. Ever. I'm telling you, every time Wunch is around, he is Jake. Yes. He is just a different person. The smirk when he's talking to Jake and Rosa, how happy he was about that. And that's the only time we see Wunch in this episode. But it just, oh, I love it. Him and Wunch, the whole series, mm-hmm. I love their their conflict and how oh, know. happy so he good. is whenever he has to hang shit on her. I love it. <laughs> well, it's interesting because Jake um, makes that comment, oh, you, young Holt and I would have got on really well. Yeah, yeah, And he's like, right. yeah, but I learned to, you know, dismiss <laughs> that part of me. But Wunch brings that out of him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There you go. Good. Mm-hmm. Fine, oh, mate. Thank you. Uh, so, again, there's three plots, yeah. but um, 
I feel like it's all pretty quick because the first one yeah. is Marcus. So Holt, oh, Marcus. yeah, Marcus has come in, which is Holt's nephew because he's come to pick up a key and Holt yeah. <laughs> brings him out to introduce him to the precinct and he goes, this is Marcus, he's 31. And Gina's <laughs> like... Wow, you're, you're a great hype man. <laughs> um, but and then, then he works out who everyone is. Yeah, and he goes, yeah. oh, you must be Gina. And then he goes through and like somehow points out that Terry and Rosa and then it gets to Scully and Hitchcock yeah. and go, I'm Jake. I'm Jake. I'm Jake too. Yeah. yeah. You're Scully, Scully and Hitchcock, Hitchcock. Uh, which is really cute. But you know what? Sorry, just a step back. The fact that he knows who everybody is tells me too, tells us, that Holt Talks about everybody. Yeah. And to his nephew that doesn't live with him but is coming to visit, so he must be very close with his nephew to the point that he has detailed all of the different squad members to him for him to be able to point out and know each of their names. Well, Marcus is probably interested because Kevin's got like a no that no shop talk. Yeah, but but Holt has never really shown that expression. I think it's just this type of precinct and the people are showing it, are bringing out a different side of Holt yeah. that he wants to talk about his colleagues. Whereas in the past, as we know, they were so negative towards him because he's gay and he's black and yeah, whatever. True. Whereas these guys, I, know, I just find it interesting that mm. he knew who they were. Also, Marcus's personality, though, we grow to understand like he's really soft and yeah. like brings sides out of people that yeah. you wouldn't normally. Yeah, true. So maybe he's got that effect on his own yeah, uncle. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Because I feel like you can even tell like they've got a bit of a little cute they relationship. Got a connection. Like a yeah, a good relationship. Yeah, yeah definitely. Which is really sweet. Um but basically yeah, he's gone around and identified people and then um <laughs> she he's leaving to go and Rosa goes, Bye Gina's <laughs> like Jeez, oh. that, that response proves that you want it. Like, she wants to get with him. And she's like told to stop by Rose. And even Holt's like, stop, Gina, you know, yeah. you've got to stop it. And then Gina states, all right, off topic, but uh, Rosa wants to bone your nephew. <laughs> and Rosa just looks so, like, awkward and yes. weirdly at Holt. She's like, and, like oh. shit, you know, crap. Being She's found right. Out. <laughs> uh, but then Holt ends up um, calling Rosa into his office and, you know, apparently Marcus wants to find out if she's single, but Holt doesn't want to get involved because he's not a three, a th- uh, year three child. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, well, yes, I am single, but if he wants my number, he has to ask myself. And he's like, sweet, good. I don't want to be involved. But then she walks out and goes, uh, well, oh, who's going to tell him that? Yeah, who's <laughs> going to tell him that? <laughs> He's like, da da da. Yep. Um, but anyway, it <laughs> crosses to uh, Marcus walking downstairs like for breakfast and um, Holt and Kevin are up and he's like, oh, didn't realise you guys would be here. It's a bit awkward. And he's like, and then all of a sudden. Come like, down for breakfast. Yeah, Rose is slowly coming down the stairs and like it's just Her face really is mortified. Same as she? Holt. He's like shocked. Like how do I react to this? Yeah. And, and he's like, Detective Diaz. And he's like, Captain Holt, Kevin, Rosa, Marcus, <laughs> Holt, Raymond. Kevin. Oh, uh, Cheddar. Cheddar was here somewhere. Somewhere. Cheddar. <laughs> and it's just so awkward for like a good 20 seconds. Yeah. And then they're told to come sit down for breakfast, but it's too awkward for Rose and yeah, he's like, no, nah, Marcus, Because sorry, Marcus mate. was like, oh, maybe we could. Like he was you know, sort of make it saying, work. let's do it. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm out. She's <laughs> like, nah, let's not do this. Yeah. Like, and let's not see each other anymore. 
Anyway, then it cuts again to Holt in like Rosa in Holt's office again, <laughs> and um, he takes off his badge oh, this time. And he's yes. like, and he says, "This is a symbolic gesture. Yeah. Like, just not showing is enough. Like he's got to say it too." Yeah. Um, and then he brings out this paper bag, puts it on the desk, and he goes, a "Tiny uh, paper bag." Uh, there's your Brizzy, and she's like mortified, <laughs> snatches it, and quickly hides it in her jacket. Oh, good lord. Um, and then they have this uncomfortable conversation about her and Mark is like, if you want to get together, do do it. It's up to you, whatever. Anyway, they're like, cool. Well, neither of us wants to discuss this, nor will we in the future. Yeah. And, you know, it's too uncomfortable. And they're like, cool. We both agree. Yeah. Now we're happy. And then that's it for yeah. that story. So he- I'm really, I'm I'm keen to see the Rosa Marcus dynamic that's going to yes. come. Because um, I think we haven't seen Rosa with anyone have we? No, we haven't. So it'll be in, no. like the whole boil and that thing was all boil, not her. All we've had her say once is that she had a date one day or one night, that whole Jamaican wedding thing. Remember how she wasn't going to go with boil because she oh, had a date? Yeah. That's the only time we've heard it. So now we're finally getting another layer of Rosa and it's really, I'm yeah keen to see how the this relationship layers are coming up. off. Yeah, layers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen for this. Cute. I dig it. I'm all. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the uh, next one is Terry's book. Oh, the yes. side plot. So cute. So Terry's writing this uh, drawing and writing this book for his twins' birthday, um, and Amy and Gina stumble upon the drawings. Um, That's right. And then yes. they're like, um, "What are you doing? Like, what are these characters? That looks like me." Yeah, because they're like, "Oh, that's me. Oh, that's me." And then they're like flicking through, and Terry's like, "Oh, yeah. Well, because I do well with life drawings. Like, yeah. I need to base it off people in the precinct to help me draw better." Yeah. He's like, and he points out all the people that are in the book, and then there's like this random two-headed cat dog cat kind of dog thing. Cat dog type thing, yeah. yeah. and he's like, this is Scully and Hitchcock. And then Amy's like, um, how do they how defecate? defecate? He's like, it's a kid's book. Yeah. Like he's getting this offended. This is why I don't share things. <laughs> and like abruptly closes the book. Yeah, yeah. walks off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But then um, somehow they get a hold of the book and they read the story. And yeah, then I couldn't work that out. Like did he just leave it on the desk? Probably. Like, he's so, yeah, but he's so protective of it. Mm-hmm. I thought that. I'm like, how do they both get to read it and not know that both of them had read it? Like the, either one had read it. Yeah, Gina asked, did you happen to read the book? No. Okay, I did read it. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Like I feel like it's a pretty big, big book to be able to look through. It was a big book. When you saw him the way he was wrapping it. Yeah, I know. Anyway. But um, it like they're in the break room and <laughs> Amy's got this Danish and then Gina walks in and goes, right. oh, I saw last Danish. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like, oh. And she's like, oh, sorry, here you have it, and gives it off to gives Gina. It off, yeah. Um, and then what happens is <laughs> that they, like, start talking about the book going, oh, my gosh, I'm not like that. That's not me. I'm not a pushover. pushover. I'm not a bitch. They're all, like, complaining. And then Terry comes in. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, oh, are you done with the coffee? I want some coffee. And Amy's like, no, I'll yeah. get you when I'm done. <laughs> like, you know, trying to be the opposite of a pushover. Yeah. And then storms off and throws it in the bin. And he's like, what the hell is that about? And he's yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not all up in everyone's business. I don't judge people. Let me go find out, you know, and give her a big hug from, yeah, big from me. Yeah, big Gina hug, yeah. I'm just like, what? So they've really overcompensated oh, for, yeah. you know, what he's drawing Way in the book. Way out of character. 
Um, but then at the end of the day, um, Terry's telling them, like, hold the elevator because they're about to leave for home. Yeah. And they're both responding still in this, like, opposite character of themselves. Opposite world, yeah. Um, so Amy's like, no, you know, get a different one, like, trying to close, close and, it. And Gina's like, no, it's fine, you know, uh-huh. we'll keep it open. And they're, like, so fighting. Open, yeah. And then Terry somehow manages to get into Just, the elevator. Yeah. And <laughs> he, like, stops it because they, they're still fighting and he's like, nah, emergency, stop it. Yeah. Done. I'm going to exp- address this. Yeah, address this. Hit the nail on the head. And then he goes, all right, you need to know that, yes, the character drawings are based off your looks, but that is it. Yeah. That is all. And he's like, I'm apo- I'm going to apologize for the fact that they look like you, yeah. but that is all because it's a kid's book. The stories are nonsense. It's a kid's yeah. book. Like, that's enough. Like, yeah. drop it. Um, and then, you know, after he says that, like, they're just kind of waiting awkwardly, awkwardly. in the elevator. And Gina's like, well, if you hadn't left the elevator going, you could have stormed off after yeah, that after speech. Big speech. Um, but then it cuts to the end at the desk where um, Terry's trying to wrap this gift. And then Amy goes, yeah, look, okay, I've reassessed myself and maybe I kind of be a bit like that as a yeah, person. I'm going to, you know, reassess, yeah. and, you know. And then Gina comes in and goes, well... You know, what I learned is that I'm perfect yeah. and that I should never change. <laughs> yes. Oh, bloody Gina. Classic Gina. Of course. <laughs> um, but then the major one for this one, our last final plot is um, the stakeout. Yes. Yeah. So um, Holt comes to um, in the precinct to talk about a possible lead that they need a stakeout team for because um, they've got a lead on a Ukrainian mobster called, um, what is it? Alexi Bisco. No Not sure. that that really matters. <laughs> but um, they need two squad teams, four days each yep. for this, um, to spend in an abandoned hotel. Um, but, of course, Jake and Boar volunteer for the entire eight days because, they you know. Because they're best friends. They they're besties. Fight. Yeah, they've never fought. And they're like, cool, we got this. But Terry's like, nah, don't do it. We'll replace you. Yep. That's too long. And they're like, nah. We're all good. And then Boyle brings up his theme song that he's written on the spot. Take me out tonight. Uh I don't want to let you go till we catch this guy. (laughs) Jake's like, yeah, see? We've already got a theme song. We're good to go. Um, So what happens is. reluctantly agrees. I know. Somehow agrees. Um, but everyone else did not want to do it. Like, especially Rose. She's like, no, I can't spend more than four hours with a person. It was the worst experience of yeah. my life. <laughs> Poor Amy. Poor oh. Amy. She's like, oh, I see what happened there. <laughs> Damn. But um, basically they get exterminators, essentially, which Quotation is marks, them yep. dressed up as them. Yes. Um, and they bump in. So Jake and Paul are bought up in duffel bags and they get out and Terry's there standing buff as ever. And, and they look like, around like, did you? Did you carry us up here? He's like, no. Boy, you're having a trolley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he's like running through pointers to survive yeah. the stakeout and goes like, you know, you need alone zones. Go in the corners um, when That's what you I do with my daughters. That. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake and Boyle are like, nah, we don't need it. You know, we're good. But what about scone zones? <laughs> and like bring out a bunch of scones. And then he's Terry's like, like nah, I'm a muffin guy. Muffin guy. And they're all like, boo. boo. <laughs> um, but then, so they've all moved out and it's just Jake and Boyle left yep. with all the equipment. Um, and they start going through like their schedule and plan. And then also the alarm because the they're going to do eight, eight hours. hour shifts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
at Nilam is the theme song that yeah. Paul's pre-recorded. And Jake's like, yeah, pumped. Perfect. Like, perfect. This is good, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he brings out this mini basketball hoop as yes. well. And he's like, you know, it's got to be a bit of fun. Slam Duncan. Um, and Paul's like, yes, perfect. You know, basketball's too hard. Tiny hands, big ball doesn't work. But <laughs> oh, tiny ball, tiny hands, problem yeah. solved. <laughs> and Jake goes um, – yeah, sweet. You know, he's all excited and he's like, oop me. And then he throws a ball at Boyle. Terrible. Boyle tries to, like, alley-oop it and, like, smashes into the wall, oh. misses big time. He's like, did that Definitely look cool? Definitely not a sport person. Yeah. He's like, um, did it feel cool? Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened is that the following day Boyle wakes up with sleep apnea mask on. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Poor guy. Just can't win at life, really. No, we um, cannot. And Jake's eating his pancakes and goes through all, like, the previous night's activities that Boyle was asleep for. That's right, yeah. And he's, Boyle debrief. starts um, eating his cereal, cereal and Jake's like, all right, you know, can you just stop hey, chewing with your, yeah. you know, with your mouth open? You know, it's a bit gross. And he's like, nah, can't do it, man. You know, it's my new way of eating, oxygenating. And he's like, but I guess for the stakeout, I can do it. Yeah. He's like, but, you know, considering you're asking that of me, you know, what's the go with your meal? It's, it's yeah, like the pancakes. They're starting to nitpick at each other now. Yeah, they're really getting to each other. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, there's no pancakes. He goes, yeah, I cut the carbs out. It's like, <laughs> you're just eating butter, butter and syrup. <laughs> and um, then what happens is because they're starting to like nitpick, they're like, all right, fine, let's just go eat in separate areas. But mm-hmm. then they stop themselves. So like, they're no, like, no, 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 we no. can't do this. We're not going into alone zones. Yeah. Um, but then it cuts to day three and then it shows like Jake's been pondering over, you know, the nitpicking and he's like, all right, let's come up with a no-no list to like avoid these issues and close calls. They had a lot written on that Oh, my God. It got like towards day six, I think it was. It was like full. The whole wall was chocked full of it. Um, But then because they'd written only like three things each, but then the following day Jake was still starting to get like – annoyed at things Agitated, yeah. and then goes all right we can add to the list and oh charles like oh, oh can, can we? we cool and then they're like cool 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 cool, cool, yeah, cool, cool together cool, cool. like yeah. they overlap each other um but it just grows and grows and grows and mm-hmm. it ends up that they're not talking like yeah, no, no talking. talking and then the phone rings and it's holt and they're like shit we've oh, got to act normal talk. you know can we do this anyway holt goes you know, do you need a relief team? And they both said no. Yeah. Even though they could have been saved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Boyle ends a call with, I love you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> love really you. Really awkward, yeah. Um, but day on day seven, so it's like the day before, they're like the end of the mm-hmm. stakeout, um, Jake and complains. One day left. I know. That's, oh, so close. But there was only herring left for the food choices. Um, that's right. And then he goes – somehow they get into this fight. Yeah, what was the fight about? I was just thinking about it then. I can't remember. So it's all about, like, you know, Jake is Garfieldian in nature, like Garfield. Yeah. And he goes, well, if I wasn't like that, you know, we wouldn't, like, stop – like, we wouldn't not fight. You know, my laid-back, uh, okay. funny nature is yeah, what stops gotcha. from fighting. And then Boy's like, no way. He's like, I, we don't fight because I don't say anything when you annoy me. Oh. Um, which is Burn. constantly. And then so, like, they're, you know, yeah, going backwards and forwards, really backwards turn. and forwards. Yeah, it's really got to them. Then Jake throws the basketball at Charles. Because he says we're no longer friends. And he goes, 
when yeah we're no longer friends and Charles like that's fine with me baby and then throws the ball piffs it and it goes through the window smashes and down into the drop site yeah and um the it's over dude was there like the The drug dude uh, the the drug dude the um (laughs) the drug dude (laughs) the what do you call the mobster yeah that's the word I was after (laughs) he was there and like he saw the ball so basically it was busted done yeah. Um, the operation's blown, so then yep. they have to head back to the precinct a day early. So they failed the mission. They walk both both back in, shitty at each other. Oh, oh yeah, done. Oh, yeah, no longer happy with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hitchcock comes up to Jen and goes, "Wow, wow, wow! Looks like Boyle's out." And Hitchcock is in. And then yeah, he talks about going to strippers and all that. And then having dinner with my wife, and he's like, "Are they the same thing or separate?" You yeah, have exactly. To come to find out. And he's like, exactly. oh, just walks <laughs> off. Um, but then. Um, Holt ends up blasting Jake yes. because not only was the site had to be abandoned, um, the sorry, the operation was blown, but the site yep. got abandoned and the mobster mm-hmm. was now gone underground. That's why they moved, yeah. Yeah, and there was no go. Screwed. So yep. um, he blames that there was eight days too long and Jake actually blames it on who he was with, saying it was Charles. As opposed to him, yeah. Um, but then... Holt makes him go find Bisco by mm-hmm. door knocking in that. That's right. But he yeah. has to take Boyle. He's like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, you're taking Boyle. Because he's like, we're not friends anymore. And Holt's like, I don't care if you're not friends. You're, I'm your captain. Yeah. And I'm telling your you job. what to do. This is your job. Yeah. You must do it. I don't care if you're not friends. Yeah. It's not about friendship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Holt does not care. No, um, he doesn't. He's pissed. Yeah. But actually it works out well because Boyle takes Jake to Bisco's aunt's apartment and go, how, like somehow had That's this right. listed. Um, there he was. Opens up the door. There's Bisco. They chase after him and arrest him. Yeah. Um, but what happens is Boyle gets knocked down. He's about to be choked by Bisco. That's right. In the yes. trash. Um, but then Jake comes in and, you know, helps him um, mm-hmm. and – uh, they're boiling like thanks him for having his back and Jake's like no no I'll always have your back no matter what yeah um then you know eventually they say the fight's stupid it's so dumb Charles like are we friends again and Jake's uh-huh. like no Boyle looks so shattered at this point like Devo, it, it shows yes. shattered and then Jake goes we're brothers and Charles like ah that was terrifying <laughs> don't pause like that yeah and then that's how it like kind of ends because yeah. the mobster then Make some comment about his yeah, that's right. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah, yeah. Or sleeping with his wife. Oh, yeah. It's all retarded. And they're like, stop ruining the moment, man. <laughs> and then that's how it ended. Yes. But I do have the big no-no list. Oh, and oh my gosh, that was like we'll have to share it on Instagram so yeah, people can maybe. see. Because there's what, like what over were... sixty stuff. Oh my it's God. insane. Insane. Like yeah, bad. So you guys can all read that yeah, at a we'll later share that day. on our socials yeah. and you can have a look and see what Woo. they were. Um, but what was your favourite quote? The very that? first one at the when we said once is uh, once is over. Yeah, like just that whole over. thing. That was my favourite. Yeah, I, nothing topped that. I hadn't. I actually didn't write anything else down. It was purely that quote. I loved it. Oh. <laughs> what was another time? Um, just as they rock up, the very start, Jake goes, "Captain, you're smiling. It's very weird, like seeing a turtle out of its shell." Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, which is true, but it's so yeah. true. It's not like Holt to be reacting like yeah, that. Yeah, agreed. 
And then the whole like Rosa thing we're talking about yeah. about the stakeout. I'm out four hours is the most time I've ever spent alone with any human. It was the worst experience of my, my life. life. What about the time we drove up to Boston together? That, that was, was about, about four, four hours. hours. Oh, I see what just happened. <laughs> Poor Amy. Aww. Poor Amy. And then um, the scone zones thing was yeah, funny the too. Yeah, was good. Yeah, but I was good. Um, any further Holt handouts or anything we missed, do you think? No. Nah, so I mentioned the Andre hot damn yeah, thing at the very start. So good. But no, I didn't I didn't have anything else. I had a, a small fact. Yeah. Uh, so Stephanie Beatrice, so obviously Rosa. Rosa. Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. <laughs> um, she's actually legally blind. What? I know. it. Kind of mind blowing. So she doesn't actually wear glasses or contact lenses. Okay. Um, because contact lenses bother her eyes. Right. And she can't wear like glasses. One because Rosa doesn't look like she wears glasses. True. But also because it wouldn't, you know, react well with the cameras. Yeah. And yeah. she wouldn't look tough. So well, that's um, true. You know. So being just, legally she goes, blind, she wouldn't be able to drive. No, she wears glasses. Oh, so she does actually wear glasses because I know she's someone. To play Rosa, she doesn't wear glasses. No, no, I know, but like, um, I know somebody who is legally blind and they're not allowed to drive because oh, of that. Yeah. No, no, she's that's why she's always got like big glasses on, okay. at, like all her photos and that. Yeah, because, right. Yeah, she's legally blind. There you go. I'm not sure what level of blind yeah, she is, okay. but like enough to be classified as legally blind. Mm, interesting. Um, but yeah, so basically she does through the script reading and then just like if she doesn't remember things or that she just improvises it, it yeah right yeah. there you go so that's a little of a hot handout for Ooh, you all very good um but you want to rate the episode rate of oh, episodes i'm gonna oh thanks to the last three i'm yeah. gonna give it an eight nah me too oh really yes <laughs> I wrote it down before. I was like, this is an eight feeling. Yeah. yeah. These were good episodes. I, it was starting off towards a seven and then just the last, last three yeah, were really, really good. Yeah. yeah I knocks agree. out of the park. Yeah. I've given it an eight. Big jump from last week. I think last yeah. time, sorry. We, I think I went 6.5 and I think you went seven. Mm, did or, did you know, or did we both go 6.5? I think we both went 6.5. Yeah, I think we were both very – and this was just way better. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I we had the like Pontiac Bandit. We had Christmas. We had Thanksgiving. I feel Marcus. like they went through a bit of a lull. Yeah. Agreed. So now it's a lot better, which yeah. is good. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be good the next couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen. Ooh, ooh. Um, but – I think that's it. Yeah. So we want to thank um, the Hobby Homies Network, network. Yeah. for sponsoring us and, and thank you, lads. taking us in as part of their network. So they're a, a tabletop wargaming uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they've got going on at the moment. They always do some live episodes once a month and things like that. So give them a listen. They've got a beers and banter section as well um, where the boys just literally drink beer and talk shit, um, which is a whole lot of fun. But they've also got some really cool topics throughout yeah. their series. So they've done about four seasons now. Um, they've been doing it for a few years, so they're a lot more finer tuned than us. <laughs> um, but definitely give them a listen. A they're huge, on YouTube they, and yeah, Discord. Their listen to their website. They're everywhere, guys. Um, so also give check out their website because they've got new merch up too. Yeah, definitely. So grab one of those. 100%. A hat, a T-shirt, jumper. All three. All of them. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah. Um, but 
we also want to say thank you to you guys, our listeners, considering that we've gone one yes. so long. I know. I'm sorry, guys. It but thanks big for episodes. listening. Yeah, it we love you. Um, keep interacting with us on Instagram. Yeah, and we love your comments. Yes, comments, likes, reposts, share, do whatever you can. Do it all. We love you guys. Um, hey, pre- Kate. Yeah. What's Wondle plus Wondle? It's Toodles! Toodles!